In a world full of art and mobile games that are actually pretty freaking good. That's right, you can meet on Pocket Dimension. A place where people come to nerd out on anything that they are, well, nerding out on. And to feel safe and comforted to do so. Um, I am one of your hosts, Gage, a.k.a. Luke Shot First. To my digital left is uh, Miguel. Say what up, Miguel. How are you? Good, good. Audio, audio format, always good to wave. Not awkward. <laughs> Not awkward at all. Down below, down below, we've got my good buddy, internet friend. Uh, mm-hmm. Lots to say. Lots to say about him. He's OM Jesus, aka Jacob Jones. Thank you for the introduction, Zaddy Supreme. Uh, oh yeah, that's me. I just before we go any further, just uh, just want to let you know I'm swagged out. Uh, Golden Knights, um, Stanley Cup champions. Got the hat on. Got the shirt on. And there you go. That's it. Thank you. Go Knights! I support you guys. You know, I'm a I'm a Sharks guy. I know you guys hate the Sharks, but uh, I, I'm proud of you guys. I'm happy for you guys. <laughs> Come on, all right. Um, and uh, without further ado, we got a special guest from the Simply Sassy uh, YouTube channel. How do you guys? I don't know exactly how yeah. you guys say it, but uh, this is Philip J. Woodward to my digital southwest, southeast. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Guys, I am glugin everywhere. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my gosh, so much glugin. There you go. Perfect. Welcome also, I'm I'm also a Sharks fan, so. Oh, there you go. Hey, yeah. We're diametrically we're both, opposed. We're both Northern California boys, so so you know. Just because but. I said something, my camera's not focusing anymore, so that's what I get. Continue. That's what you get. It'll 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 come back to you. It's it's all nice and blurry. That's good. Oh. Nice. Well, how you doing? How you doing, Philip? Thanks for being here with us. Yeah, I know it was. Uh, I know it was a. It was a photo finish for you there. <laughs> I, I don't even think it was a photo finish. I think I was straight up last in that race to get here. <laughs> what are you gonna do? That's it happens. Cool. Well, yeah, fellow humble friend. We this is so a little backstory for the for the the listeners of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been internet friends for a long time. You know, we're kind of funny, funny best friends. You run a awesome youtube channel and podcasts of various shows that we'll let you plug in a second um so i'd known about you through that i'd known about you through like kind of funny games daily chat i'd known about you know all that kind of stuff um the the photoshop and not kfaf photoshop challenges um and then we had kind of been nerding out and geeking out on twitter about marvel snap uh of late and then I forget exactly how it happened, but somehow you realized that I was, or I realized, oh, it was the fairy festival. I was about to say, it's, it was the fairy festival. I was like, hey, check this cool picture of Majora's Mask uh, Link that, was. that uh, I saw at this fairy festival today. And you messaged me uh, on in a reply to that tweet, and you were like, wait, hey, there's a fair Yeah, exactly. Oh, listen. Uh, <laughs> you were like, there's a fairy festival where I am. And my brain was like, wait. How many fairy festivals can there be? And so yeah, exactly. I was on the same day. Instead of replying there, I ended up DMing you because you know, even though I dox myself all day every day by using my full name, uh, <laughs> it's sure. uh, still one of those things where I don't necessarily want to just shout where where I live or where you know other people live. So I uh, I DM'd you and I was like, I was like, wait a second. So wait, where do you live? And we found out that we live very close to each other. Whoops. Yeah, we're. 
We're definitely like a, yeah, about a 20, 25 minute drive, maybe. Depends yeah. on, you know, how fast we're cruising down the 101. But, uh, right. but yeah, we both live in Humboldt County. I guess we can give the wider, the wider zone, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the Fairy Festival is cool. It ca- happens down on the Arcata Plaza, um, which is a home to many funky, interesting, cool events. Like we just had the Kinetic Sculpture Race a couple of weeks ago. That's um, a pretty famous event where um there's this place called the kinetic sculpture lab and they make all these like um hmm. man-powered uh vehicles and they have to they race from arcada to where do they end up like ferndale uh it's past ferndale into fortuna i think mm, okay hmm. yeah maybe so um but it, it might it might end in ferndale too i always forget because whenever it's happening i'm always in eureka <laughs> so yeah i feel it um, um, but they have yeah. to float too. They have to get across the bay. There's like a bay in Humboldt, and so they have hmm. to both be able to like be like mostly like kind of bicycled on land. A lot of them are like powered amphibious. By yeah, amphibious. There it is. Good word. You, you said Arcada. Um, is that like Frogger, Pac-Man, Galaga? <laughs> Which one? Uh, fun fact: There is a barcade in Arcada called Arcada, like Ar- <laughs> Arcade. Uh, um, it's not very good. It's okay. It's got a couple of machines in there, but it's it, it could it could be better. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm I'm impressed. I'm I'm down with the name. Let's put it that way. <laughs> the name is the name is really good, but it, it's it's just it's a really small room. It's kind of I don't know. It's all right. To be it's all right. to be fair, I haven't been there. However, I will say if they don't have Street Fighter Third Strike, I can't go. Right? They don't. The coolest thing they have is they have that um that four player uh, Pac Man board where like okay. you can play four yeah. player Pac Man and like you do mm-hmm. the like I don't while know, sitting cool. down or whatever. And it's like mm-hmm. a dollar each right. spin, you know, or each go. It's like really expensive. It's cool. No, you like pay by time there. You like oh, okay, you that's pay good. by the hour and then there's drinks and you buy drinks and stuff like that. We got this place here that we went to on my birthday this past year um, called Game Nests and they do the same thing there. But there's like a ton of rhythm games there. Pretty sweet. Not enough shoot 'em ups though because that's what I like in, our, mm. in an arcade. Yep. Oh, shoot-em-ups. yeah. And then they have the X-Men cabinet, the old... Um, yeah. Uh, you know that that one like it's mm-hmm. like a brawler I think and maybe it's a it's, yeah it's a brawler I think Nightcrawler yeah, Capcom yeah yeah there you go it's like Nightcrawler um, Wolverine I can tell I can tell you who made the game I can't tell you what the name is it's like X Men Children of Destiny I don't know I don't remember yeah it's go. got some big long subtitle or something I remember like, Children plays, of like, the Atom no what now hmm. now no, I gotta check it out that is the Atom actually nice. X Men arcade better. game. Anyways, this is the Unpocket <laughs> Dimension. We're a podcast where all things nerdy are welcome. Uh, every week we get together and talk sometimes news, sometimes uh, like specific topics like this week. Um, and we always love to have special guests on to find out what they've been nerding out on. So without further ado, we are going to go into the titular Wibnu, which is stands Ooh. for what you've been nerding out on. Yes, sir. Um, not to throw you on the spot, Philip, but we do usually let our guests go first. So um, anything that you've been nerding out on, it could be video games, stuff you've been watching, or mm-hmm. something weird. Like I told you before, people have nerded out on sourdough bread, bread. starts yeah. or, mm-hmm. you know, Pokemon oh, wow. in general. <laughs> weird stuff. I need that one too. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I have been nerding out on four things specifically, I think, okay. uh, as of late. The biggest one... Uh, is Marvel Snap, obviously. Uh, ever since that game launched in October, I've been absolutely obsessed. I, uh, for those, I mean, nobody knows me here, um, but I have a, a medical condition that I take medication for. Mm. And 
in that period of time, uh, I was in a position where I couldn't really use my hands, so I couldn't mm. like hold a controller or or mm. do anything uh, art related. So I found uh, kind of a solace in Marvel Snap, um, and because it, it allowed me to do something to occupy myself, and and it was really fun. It was engaging, and I got to learn quite a bit about the game uh, through that. And so that became an obsession that has now lasted eight months, which is insane. I don't know if I've ever played a mobile game uh, other than like threes. Threes is probably the only game other than Marvel Snap that I've ever gotten into on my phone. Um, Sorry. And so, yeah, there's that. Uh, The other thing that I've been nerding out on uh, as of late is Street Fighter VI. Um, I'm a huge Street Fighter fan. Uh, I've been playing Street Fighter since arcade days back in 92 because I'm old. Um, And... uh, (laughs) <laughs> the, Jacob with the threes B-roll over here. Yo, <laughs> what, is, what is this? It's on. An, it's on it's Android. I'm down. I'll get it. Uh, it's it's very addicting. It's very fun. Uh, you only yeah, pay careful for with once. threes. Threes will threes will get you for sure. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've got like I want to say like seventeen thousand games in threes over the last however long it's been out. Jeez, um, that feels like a lot. It is a it's lot. A, it is, but it, it, that is a lot for sure. But it is one of those games where, like, you play a lot of it. Yeah. Like, especially if you have a commute or something, it's like. And uh, it's just kind of mindless. You go through a couple games wherever you're going. Each game lasts anywhere from I don't know, a couple minutes to five minutes, maybe. I don't know if there's yeah. any time where you're going longer than that, unless you're like taking breaks or something. Um. Uh, but anyway, I've been huge Street Fighter Street fan. Fighter. Yeah. Uh, for a long time, I fell off in street fighter five i just didn't mm-hmm. like uh the way it played the mechanics weren't as fun for me uh it felt really restrictive in a lot of ways so i kind of fell off of it pretty quickly i also made the mistake of buying it on pc mm-hmm. uh and yeah. even though it had cross play between playstation um i didn't find myself sitting in front of my pc to play it very often and that's partially due to how i felt about it but also partially because I wanted to, you know, do something in the front room, be with my wife and, and do something there. Um, so I just, yeah, I kind of fell off of that. But then Street Fighter Six came out just recently, and I've been absolutely obsessed with Street Fighter Six. It is incredible. It's so much fun. They basically took all of the, the safety uh, belts and uh, everything off of characters and we're like just go wild we'll fix things in post yeah, <laughs> yeah. hell yeah it's so good it's yeah it's so much fun there's so much customizability uh i've spent way too much time in the world tour mode uh i went through and got every single character's second outfit which took about whoa. 35 hours whoa and i spent way too much time in that but it i let me figure out what was really like which character i really liked because you in the world tour mode, you learn uh, moves through making characters your master. Mm-hmm, uh, you go, cool. you meet them in the world, uh, and then you kind of do like a little cutscene with them, and then you use their style, and that levels up, and then you get to go back to that character and learn more moves, and then they eventually give you quests, things like that. And it's a lot of fun, um, but it's also very PS2 generation. Like, it feels... Like a, a game you would have found on the PlayStation 2, not a game you would find on the PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. Obviously, well, there's, a, there's better, a Mortal Kombat, but... right? That's that's similar to that, right? Where you you go around a world in that same way and you like talk to the different Mortal Kombat. I think it's uh, Deception, maybe. 
Um, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's uh, I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, you're basically like a monk that runs around and yeah. and does stuff. The difference is in this game, every single time you go into a fight, it goes into a Street Fighter fight instead of the Mortal Kombat game that you're referencing. Uh, it you could just fight stuff um on the field in the world yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. this this when you make contact with someone it goes to a uh like a 2d fighting game screen and then you guys fight each other and sometimes there are four to eight different people that you fight in a single at the same time yeah yeah um so going from that transition i really had i can see how a lot of people wouldn't like it but i had a very japanese rpg mentality about it where I was like, oh, I'm just going into the battle system. <laughs> Random <laughs> encounters kind of yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, exactly, just like that. And so uh, I've really enjoyed my time with it, but I can definitely see where people would either fall off of it or not enjoy their time with it or think that their time is not uh, well spent in that mode, especially if you're going to spend a lot of time in ranked, a lot of time in, in casual matches, mm-hmm. and actually playing the game itself. I feel like it's a nice distraction, but it's not going to help you to necessarily learn the game especially because they they have tutorials yeah. in this that are all the way up till the end of the story where they're still yeah. teaching and that's well, like i said that's 35 hours later i mean you should have learned all of that stuff way earlier than that right so there's a lot of bloat and there's a lot of stuff that's uh in there that doesn't need to be or that could have been put closer to the beginning to let you free roam a little bit more instead mm-hmm. of bottlenecking you into these specific situations uh, and story did, interesting. Did you make a fucked up looking guy for it? No, I always have my wife create a character for me. Oh, cool. Um, nice. She loves character creators, so every time I get a game where I have a character nice. creator, yeah. I'm like, hey, make me a character. And the the only question she ever asks me is, do you want to be a man or do you want to be a woman? And that's the only question, and it, it's very dependent on which game I'm playing. Um hmm. But uh, in this case, uh, I said, make a, make a cool, badass chick. Please do it. Awesome. And she made a really awesome uh, woman avatar, and it's really cool, and I've been using it ever since, and it's a lot of fun. Nice. nice. I had, I had awesome. another question, too, uh, yeah. but I can't remember. So there you go. Oh, I was going to say, the best thing about World Tour, though, uh, is just being able to go around and punch the fuck out of whoever's on the street, because it's really yes. funny. <laughs> just yes that doesn't get old after you unlock a couple of the masters you get access to these special moves where you Mm -hmm. you hold r2 and then press like square triangle circle x and it does one of the famous moves and there's two two things behind it one it allows you to platform and b it allows you to engage enemies or people you want to fight before they engage you and Mm -hmm. uh it's really funny sometimes to just do a, a rising upper straight into a hot dog vendor's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, great game, dude. Great game. I put a lot of, I, uh, just shout outs to the tutorial modes in that game. Uh, not, I mean with outside of world tour, um, I've put a lot of time in reuse, um, combo training, uh, just to like, you can set a setting to just continue to repeat the same uh, lesson over and over again, and it'll still register the combo even if you kind of start it with something else. So, like, I've done some experimentation, like, with the, uh, you know, that dash. I forget exactly what it's called, but that special Try dash. Back. Yes. Uh, Got you. Where I'm like, Nerd. oh, I'm going to, yeah, I haven't played enough of Street Fighter Six yet, probably, like, five hours, mostly in training mode. <laughs> 
Yeah, um, no, like, like I said, yeah. I've, just, I've been absolutely nerding out on it. I, I'm, if you need Amazing. a term, I got you. Thank you. Hell yeah. Thank you for the assist. Uh, what else you got? Uh, well, real quick, I, I want to say the only thing that I don't like about the combo tutorials is that they don't have the inputs on screen. So if you're trying to learn a new character, I it, it's, they show you the move name, but they don't put the input on the screen. Oh, wait, can you There's put it on There's an here? option, dude. I've swapped <gasps> it. Yes. Go in the settings. There's an option for it. Now I hooked okay. you up. I hooked you up, buddy. Yes. yes. Thank you so much. I'm yeah, going to look that I'm, up because, yeah, I was, uh, I was trying was to very learn. very frustrating. Uh, yeah, I agree. Really, and I know all her moves now. But when I was first starting, I I knew I saw the name, and I was like, okay, I got to go look and see what this is. I didn't realize there was an option to change it, so I'm gonna go check that out tonight. Change that shit that. immediately. Immediately. <laughs> um. Okay. Next is Final Fantasy 16. I cannot Woo! stop thinking about this game. Uh, I wasn't gonna engage in the demo originally but then i read that it, the save data carries over mm-hmm. yeah it does and and i was like okay i'm gonna play i didn't end up doing the second part of the demo because i don't want any spoilers going in yeah. um i stopped watching trailers after the first trailer back in like 2020 i was like no no i'm done this is i'm buying this game day one it doesn't matter um being that it's by the <laughs> that's funny um <laughs> Being that you, uh, uh, you know, it's by the Final Fantasy XIV developer, you know that they are going to do everything in their power uh, to make this the most uh, engaging Final Fantasy that they can, but also make it their own. Because that's mm-hmm. what they've done with Final Fantasy XIV. They've made this extremely expansive, amazing world and chopped it full of not just Final Fantasy references, but Square references. And they're so good at. It's like almost like Smash, where every time they introduce a character in Smash um, or, you know, some sort of thing in Smash, they always have a ton of references or the character plays like really faithful to, you know, the games that they come from. Mm-hmm. And I feel that way about Final Fantasy 14 and its side missions when you're doing uh, like the uh, near automata missions and stuff like that, like or the Monster Hunter stuff that they did a collaboration for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just so cool how faithful they are to the source material and to kind of the homage that they, the homages that they create uh, within those missions for that game, even though they're making their own universe. And I feel like Final Fantasy 16 is one of those things that you're going to see Chocobos, you're going to see uh, mm-hmm. the Moogle, you're going to see, I mean, that overture, when you're playing the demo and, and it starts that, the crystals overture in the new remixed version when you're walking around like i mean i kid you not i almost teared up i was like wow my god this is like my childhood Dude. in a song um and it's it's yeah, incredible there's, there's something about final fantasy music that's pretty unrivaled and like i'm yeah. sure they're gonna they're gonna hit you with it at like key points where you're like what the heck you know yeah no Cheers to Nobuo, man. absolutely amazing and i i get people that are saying you know this isn't final fantasy because you know, they've moved so far away from the turn-based fighting systems now, yeah. and it's much darker and more mature. But come on, man, like, we've grown up with this series. I know that there are younger people who just got introduced to Final Fantasy VII Remake or Final yeah. Fantasy Thirteen, or they only know Final Fantasy Fourteen. but a lot of us have grown up with the franchise. Mm-hmm. It, it's Tim Gettys, if you're a kind of funny best friend or you know kind of funny at all, Tim Gettys always talks about how he would love a mature Pokemon. Yeah, this seriously. is that. This delivers that, yeah. F- for Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm all here for it. I'm stoked. I can't wait to, you know, play this game and see what Zidane's mom is up to. And <laughs> I can't I can't remember her name. Uh, it's like Benedicta, I think, yeah. is her name. I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. That's but so funny. she totally just looks like Zidane's yeah. mom. Straight up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those youngins can play the pixel remasters of one through six, which are excellent and should be played by the youngsters. Just saying. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I uh, I think it's I think also it's like the the developers were obviously inspired, like they've all referenced Game of Thrones and having their their employees watch it and yeah. stuff like that. So they like were they forced were, to. You know, whenever yeah. a developer like is latching on to an idea and you can tell like they're like 100 percent behind it, I'm like, run with it. I want to see what you do. You know, like as opposed to something that feels generic or half-baked or you know like yeah like every other video story game in the world, so you know? good dude from the demo. and everything that final fantasy is there you've got mm-hmm. um kiraga you've got um the crystals you've got mm-hmm. uh blizzaga you've got shiva you've got the titan you've got all of the stuff even the enemies are yeah. are enemies from final fantasy they may have redesigns but it, when you go look at an enemy for the final fantasy wiki you'll see that they already have seven seven different redesigns so can yeah. we not focus on that yeah they, they're calling um, the marlboro yeah. like something else mm-hmm. but like come on i mean that's yeah it's a company instead of so. instead of marlboro it's marble Mar- like marble yeah b- with an l at the end right like Mar-ball. yeah it's like m-a-r-b-o-l yeah and i get it it's I'm because cool. i i assume it's because they want to get around oh, away from the the cigarettes the marlboro yeah. like interesting thing but i don't know i don't I have no idea if that's true but that's the only thing i can think of as to why they'd, they'd change it makes after sense so much time do you think we're gonna it's see a cactuar wait sorry two people spoke at the same time sorry 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 i'm sorry gage but i need to ask the main the, the most important final fantasy 16 question will there be a cactuar in the game do you oh, think god i hope so same we know that there's desert like <laughs> areas so uh imagine there would be yes there has to be i would i would assume It'll be one of the special <laughs> enemies that you fight, just like Final Fantasy twelve. It'll just be out there. Yeah. Thousand needles, baby. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gage, go ahead. What were you gonna say? Uh, I think I forget. Oh no, I was gonna say it's kinda like the way that some people complain about this, but I always find it pretty cool actually. It's like kind of a through line between like FromSoft oftentimes reuses certain boss animations. Mm-hmm. Um in their like they carry forward bosses that are kind of inspired by bosses before. Like in Elden Ring, the um the like putrid erd tree things that were down in like certain dungeons um that were like just super gross drippy like erd oh. tree stuff like those were based off of like a, a pretty similar boss in dark souls 3 but it's like i think that's kind of mm-hmm. cool because you kind of recognize it you're like oh hey i remember that like mm-hmm. same way like you can reskin a, a an enemy but it's like it's cool it's lo- it's kind of lore based you know what i mean so i'm all good for that but can yeah we... this game looks insane mm-hmm. can we talk about something real quick we need mm. to to stop bashing game developers for reusing assets and animations. Totally. It needs to stop. Great job. If you go, if you go back to uh, one of the best games ever made, which is Marvel vs. Capcom Two, the entire game is retooled assets from <laughs> previous Capcom titles mashed together to create a unified experience and. I feel like if we allowed developers to do that more often, I mean, you're, you don't necessarily notice it as much in the Resident Evil games, but 
Mm. All of the new RE Engine games reuse certain assets and materials to help make their worlds faster for the remakes and for yeah. the, the up newer games. And yeah. I, we we need to stop. Like I remember there was a whole thread about a reused grapple uh, grappling hook animation in Horizon uh, Forbidden West, and I'm like, why are we complaining about this? Like, who yeah. cares if they didn't make a brand new animation mm-hmm. for this? As long yeah, like, as I want to play the game before 10 years time. Like, give me, Dude, you know, give me what you can to cut some corners there. We 100% yeah. agree with you here at uh, Neon Pocket Dimension. We're constantly saying what the fuck is wrong with gamers. You know, respect your game developers. You wouldn't have the games without them. And what's wrong with reusing assets or animations? Like, Stuff like that doesn't matter. Gamers just aren't ever happy. They just want to find a That's true. reason to bitch and moan about whatever. It's like, man, at the end of the day, they're bitching and moaning. You know what? They're going to buy the game anyway, and they're going to play it, and they're going to cry the whole time or something. But you know, it's just, like, just shut up, man. Play the game and have fun. Like, what's wrong with people? I just want to know how many times you can make a chain link fence, you know, in a <laughs> yeah. video game and <laughs> right? make it unique. I'd like, just, just let them use the same <laughs> chain link fence, you guys. I got a I got a soundboard sample for that. Swing in the chain, swing in the chain, swing in the chain. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and you know, it's also like you know, I like I like to see like, I don't know. Again, there's like kind of like a heritage thing to it. It's kind of like in music, right? Like like reggae, for instance. There's like certain bass lines in reggae that you'll just hear like archetypally throughout like generations of reggae that they use over and over again. And instead of it being, it doesn't feel like cheap or anything. It feels like it's like an homage to things like that. So even just the way that like, you know, when in things like Final Fantasy, it's like things like Chocobos, some of the enemies, the summons or the icons, as they're calling it in this one, like those little through lines are like all that you can really grasp onto that really like follow through all of the Final Fantasies. But it's cool. It's like heritage, right? Like it's a, it's this little bit that you hold on to through each game. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I am I am so intrigued by the icons and like how the dominance are gonna work and the the through line of of the main character and his family. I don't want to spoil anything for no one for people who haven't played the demo. Um, hmm. But uh, man, I am I am so intrigued that it's so crazy that in like a two-ish hour demo they managed to make me feel like this is one of the most lived-in fantasy worlds ever created. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, another. Uh, those are that's music to Michael, that's music to Miguel's ears. I think too. He's excited about this. Another. I'm sorry. Another re, uh, over like, like essentially heritage thing that happens in music a lot with hip hop is that common sample from "I Used to Love Her," where he's <laughs> like, "Yes, yes, y'all," and you don't stop. You hear that in so many songs. Just saying. When do you think? Oh, yeah. When do you think something becomes? Uh, like an Easter egg or something you expect. Like in movies, there's two things. There's Willem's uh, w- Yes, you got the first one, and then the other one is uh, the digital blood spatter. There's uh-huh. there's like in mm-hmm. any movie that has digital <laughs> blood effects, there's almost always like the original blood effect in one of the effects somewhere. Nice. Um, I. I it's yeah it's one of those things like and and people love that people love finding those things they love hearing the wilhelms or the wilhelm scream yeah, yeah the wilhelm. Wilhelm. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Wilhelm. 
but uh yeah people love hearing that scream and calling it out and being excited that it's there mm-hmm. uh i don't know when, when does that become where it is instead of being something like oh i can't believe they reuse that scream from it, that movie it just kind of happens you know yeah i don't know yeah certain level of ubiquity i mean it's like even we were talking about this actually pre-stream um how it's like so nice even though breath of the wild and tears of the kingdom are such like different games than a lot of the other zelda games like that's still satisfying thing when you solve a puzzle and it's like and it's just like that thing that just yeah it just brings you right back to it and you're like oh i'm here i'm here i'm doing the thing you know even even just moving up and down on on a menu in final fantasy is like oh "Oh, it's the sound beep beep Uh beep that same ass sound from ff7 and six and five and four and all of them (laughs) as it should be be, sir as it should be okay i have one more thing this is the fourth thing that i've been nerding out on and that is a little tv show uh produced by sony entertainment and uh syndicated published anyway it's on cbs Hmm. You can watch it on CBS. Okay. Uh, or I think currently it's it's streaming free on Netflix, but it's SWAT. Oh. Hmm. Um, Shamar Moore from Criminal Minds originally. Criminal Minds guy. Yeah. Most people will know him from. He's the lead actor. He's the, the main main character in this show. And I, I feel like there's a, a gentleman from S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, the, the old S.H.I.E.L.D. show. I think it's hmm. S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, they like the bad field? cops. No, no, <laughs> not that one. Uh, not, that one. Not, that, not that. No, the one, the one where it's like bad cops. Yeah. They're good, good cops mm. that do bad things that uh, fall down the bad path or whatever. I think I feel like one of those actors is in it. Um, and yeah, this is SWAT right here. This is it. Nice. And is it dope? Every every single episode is like a miniature action movie. Whoa! And yes, I kid you not. I feel like. They are able to create scenes, scenarios, and emotional impact in almost every single episode. And I've been, I'm, I, I somehow in the last few weeks have gone from season one to season four. <laughs> and I am absolutely obsessed with this show and completely nerding out. Um, that's that's hilarious. I've I've definitely seen like you know little stingers and previews for it like before videos or whatever on YouTube or things like that. And I was always just like, hey, it's Criminal Minds guy or whatever. And I just couldn't tell if it was like taking itself seriously or not. But that last trailer that you just saw, there was a lot more like action stuff. That was than wild seen as before. fuck. Yeah. 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 I was like, yeah, this is long, definitely getting it's... demonetized. But it's all it's all for the nookie. <laughs> it's all for the nookie, man. It's on a level of like. Mission Impossible, where it's like it's serious, hmm. but it's also really over the top. Fuck totally. yeah! So it's Fast it's a lot X. of fun, and I mean, there's even an episode where they go to Japan and they end up like working with the J- the Japanese version of SWAT, and I have no idea if they're real, but you know how SWAT here they've got the square uh, riot shields. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, apparently in Japan. It's like a thing that goes on your arm, and uh, it's just a metal slab that fans out into a circle or, or like a star-type shape. <laughs> and I, again, I have no idea if this hmm. thing is real or not. Hmm. Uh, obviously, looking here, it, it does thing? not seem so. Hmm. But uh, it was just really crazy and over-the-top in the show. It felt like I was watching almost an episode of anime. There were 
Jap- uh, like uh, this women, shit right uh, here? Japanese wrestlers. Yeah, that's it. The <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> this is amazing. This is yeah, incredible. There were there were w- women uh, like <laughs> Japanese women's wrestling uh, in the in it where they just like beat up the SWAT guys for a little while. It's you know this shit was wild, like, dude. You know this shit was recorded in California it. somewhere. Oh man, absolutely. <laughs> That's like awesome. A fever dream, but I love it. That's awesome, dude. Now I'm gonna have to watch SWAT. <laughs> Check it out, please. Definitely. I need to. I need reviews. I need to know if I'm just crazy while I watch this show or not. It's gonna happen. Hey man, it's happening now. We're doing a Hell series yeah. on it. We're gonna do a series on it. <laughs> nice. Well, that's uh, that's that's we'll excellent. Co- I uh, <laughs> we'll that, co- those are all good things. I'm gonna jump off into why my why because I wanted to talk more about Marvel Snap because we kind of breezed by it. Hold on, let um, me let me. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't want to talk too much about Marvel Snap in case it was an actual topic. Topic. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're cool. No, I just no, no. I just want to pitch the name for the for our SWAT series where we talk about SWAT, the SWAT knots. Now go ahead. <laughs> sorry go ahead i think i think it sticks but but only if we actually like the show we'll see we'll see how it goes um yeah no it's all good i well you know for the topic i want to talk about your art i kind of want to talk about simply sassy as a whole and some of that kind of stuff so uh for now i'll just keep it in the wide news section but yeah marvel snap is really like it's like every once in a great long while that a mobile game gets me, and I've been uh, similar to the way it sounds. I mean, maybe not as intense uh, is like having a medical condition that you had to go through some some kind of hectic stuff. It sounds like, but um, I recently had a kid, which is also not a medical condition, but it's certainly a life changing event, and uh, and so you know I wasn't able to do a lot of gaming. It was a lot of like. My schedule is so frantic and weird. There's no real time to like sit down on the couch and like, you know, get lost into something. So Marvel Snap was a cool way to just like if I needed to kind of take a load off for a second, I could just jump into a game and enjoy myself. But then, like you said, like it gets really deep and the strategies behind it are so interesting and the deck building is um, surprisingly complex. And there's like metas that kind of come through the um, game and the way that like the it's pretty cool the way that they introduce new stuff in new seasons or, um, you know, frequent locations and stuff like you helped me figure out the, what was it? Deep. What was the space location that was, that we were yeah, getting deep space. Yeah. Deep space. Mm. And you helped me figure out like a deck to get around that and stuff. And, um, so that's been really cool. And I've found some other Twitter people too, who have been helping me out, um, like combating stuff. And now we have this new mode called conquest, which is a whole nother meta. And, like finding out ways to to do be successful in that although i'm still still working out the kinks on that one but um I, it's, a, it's a surprisingly deep game i i gotta say there are a couple things i'm gonna get back to conquest in just a second sure sure um but yeah the game when you first start is just overwhelmingly uh awesome it, it's kind of introduces you you, it makes you feel like a badass, first of all, because you're just fighting bots in the first round, and you're like, God, why are these guys so easy? I'm so good at this game. And then and then you realize you're fighting bots, and they're making the dumbest decisions on the planet, and you're like, oh, wait, I'm not mm. cool. Uh, but as you're doing these things, you're learning about how different cards interact. and how Because at first, it's like you just put the, the people you know in there, right? You put all the cool Marvel characters you know into your deck, and you're like, what happens? And then as you play, you learn how they interact and what they do. And it keeps kind of drip feeding you every so often a new card to, to utilize and, and to play with. 
and that keeps going uh, up until you reach the what's called series three cards. Mm-hmm. And hmm. at series three is where you're either going to love Marvel Snap or you're going to hate it. Because <laughs> at that point, you start getting cards every once in a while, not uh, every single or every other time you open up a cache. So they're, they're in, unlike a lot of games where you open up a booster pack and it gives you so many cards, and in like the case of Hearthstone, for example, you get uh, a, package, a pack of five cards. And if you already have the card, it just automatically turns it into dust. Or if it's a card you didn't want, you can turn it into dust. And you can mm. buy the cards you want in the um, kind of backside of the system. Uh, in this game, you have a collection track. Every time you mm-hmm. upgrade a card, and upgrading a card is basically every single time you get a card, it starts with a gray border. Every time you use that card in a deck, you get what's called a booster. When you uh, finish a match, and it's random for the 12 cards you have in a deck, first of all, uh, decks in, in Marvel Snap are 12 cards. There's no duplicate cards yeah. in uh, a Marvel Snap deck, which is interesting. And yeah, very at first different. that could be a little jarring. You're like, oh, I want a bunch of carnages, but you're like, oh, no, I can't do that. You can't do that. Right. But luckily, they put enough in the game to, to kind of uh, alleviate that with uh, Deathstroke and, um, wait, not Deathstroke, um, Deathlock. Deathlock. Uh, I'm like, and then, I'm like wrong, and wrong, 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 uh, wrong universe. Company there. Yeah, wrong, <laughs> wrong company. Uh, Deathlock and, um, yeah, Carnage and Venom and it's, uh, et cetera. Yeah. But anyway, each one starts with a gray border, and then you get to, uh, as you get more boosters, you get to upgrade those cards to make them cooler. So the second upgrade is they pop out of the borders. They're, the cards are outside of the borders at that point. Brain break. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then the next upgrade from there is 3D, where it does like a parallax for the background to the foreground, utilizing a couple different techniques to make it look that way. Um, a, the cards are made in 3D. B, they use a technique that um, I came out just recently that can like animate a still image to look 3D. Um, yeah, and, and then, it's on the axis of your phone, right? Like great use right. of parallax, by the way. That's a great term. But uh, but uh, yeah, like so if you move your phone, the the background of the and the character in it, it looks really cool. It's it's a cool. Yeah, line. the gyro in your phone it, it tracks it and, and yeah, yeah. It makes it look 3D. It looks so uh, cool. The third upgrade animates the card which is not like a true animation so much as they use again digital techniques um to make it look like certain parts of it are um animated or moving or like the fire in the background of that one might be glowing stuff like that to make the card feel more alive and then the rest of the upgrades from there aren't great but uh there's like shiny logo and then um yeah which also puts this like ultimate makes this like animated border or something around it i kind of forget what happens yeah so so <laughs> level four is the um the shiny logo which again moves when you move your phone and it like the shine on the letters moves and then uh number five four is animated border and number five is infinity border which is another type of in uh animated border from there, you can split the card into um, a foil, essentially, what you would see as a foil in other games, um, where it has like a rainbow prism background or a gold background, or a lot of the coveted ones are inked backgrounds. Yeah. Anyway, that system replaces the idea of getting like 
a common card, uh, a rare card, a legendary card, etc. So every card can be legendary in its own right. Uh, For real? Um, exactly. Long-winded explanation. Mm-hmm. Once you upgrade those <laughs> cards, you get uh, boosted on what's called the the um, collection track. Collection level or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Um, Ghostwriter. And as your collection level goes up, yes, uh, we are like seeing this. it right there at the top of the screen. Um, and you'll notice that it has uh, credits, boosters, and then a cash. When you first start, every time you open one of those caches or reserves, uh, there's a card in it until you get to pool three. Mm. Once you get to pool three, it changes, and you don't always get a card. Mm-hmm. It took me uh, almost to collection level 4,000 to get every single uh, pool three card in the game. Wow. 4,000. Yeah, I, people have gotten there faster. Wow. I mean, it's all percentage-based. It's all luck. So oh, okay. I've seen people get there faster than I did, but yeah, I didn't end up finishing it off until close to collection level 4,000. Um, and then that doesn't include series four cards, which uh, are even rarer than series three. And then the season series five cards, which are generally new release cards or uh, specialty known as boss cards like Galactus, like Thanos, and currently High Evolutionary, mm-hmm. where they oh, yeah. um, are always going to be pool f- five, supposedly, or, or series five. Um, and there's no pity timer for those. Those are just stuck in series five, and you have, a, I think, a 5% uh, chance Whoa. of opening one in the collection level, which is insane. Yeah, um, right now there's like Iron Lad is also a new one in there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and Did you, yeah, thankfully they've added a token system to the game okay. where you can spend tokens to buy the newer cards, and you earn the tokens through the collection level track. Uh, so it's it's better than it was when the game first came out. But this game still has a lot of growing to do, and that's probably the hardest part for a lot of people. Is there are going to be times where you, especially if you don't have the tokens to buy a new card, or you're you know, like me, a mostly free-to-play player, and you yeah. can't just drop money on packs that have tokens in them, then it really feels like your progress is completely stagnated. I felt so lost during the Iron Lad and Jeff meta when every single deck had Iron Lad and Jeff in it mm-hmm. um, because I was saving for High Evolutionary, and I, c- I couldn't justify spending 6,000 tokens on those those two cards when I knew a quote-unquote boss card was coming out pretty soon. Um, yeah, it totally. felt for a while. It felt like I wasn't just getting anything new at all in the game. Oh, I got yeah, I was getting here. some variants that were like, "Oh, cool" or whatever. But like, you know, there, so a lot of times there are variants that maybe you're not even using in decks and stuff. So you're like, "Well, I'm not going to really level it up and get more collection level from it necessarily." But you know, sometimes. But you know, uh, it's a weird one. Yeah, I'd say the one thing, the monetization in this game is pre- other than the battle pass. I'd say the battle pass is always kind of worth it. Worth um, it if you're playing enough. The, yeah. Yeah, because it makes it makes every single like pretty almost every single match like progresses you towards something new and interesting. That's but good. the stuff that's in the store is like oftentimes just over the top. Like to buy like right now like it's <laughs> that that pack that you talked that you posted about earlier, the bring the pain pack with Hobgoblin and Scorpion, like the mech versions of them, mm-hmm. which is super cool and has a bunch of good stuff in it. But it's thirty dollars. <laughs> You're like, Whoa. I'm not gonna, I'm yeah. not gonna do that, man. Half, I don't know. Half the price of Final Fantasy, well, little under half, but almost yeah. half the price of Final Fantasy 16. An entire game, you can get two cards 
that are <laughs> that are nothing more than art for the cards because yeah. you already have yeah. those cards. And if you don't, I th- I actually think both of those are are like pre pool three. Maybe Hobgoblin might be series three, but I think Hobgoblin is series is three, series three. But Scorpion is definitely early. And so then, yeah, it's like and then yeah, you get like some some you get some uh, like some avatars and then like some. You know, some uh, boosters. And it's 4,000 gold, yeah. But, I mean, that one's not nearly as bad as the $30 Darkhawk bundle. Oh, yeah. That is <laughs> just atrocious. That's um, literally just a card uh, variant and an avatar with some boosters. Like, what? Yeah. People love the same cards. Price some, for some reason. Anyway, the monetization stuff aside, Ooh. the game is fantastic. The, the yeah. levels of depth and, the, and strategy are super fun. But the reason I like this game is, just like you said... The games are super quick. I can play a match while I'm just, you know, doing something really quick, waiting in a line or, or, um, you know, uh, in between patients at work, things like that. And it's, you know, you're not you're not there for like a half an hour. In a, yeah, in a and you're not game stuck really like a either, Runeterra you know? game. Yeah, yeah. Like it's nice in that. Oh, oh the mm. other thing that's really great too about it, and I think this is really smart. Um, is that they don't punish you if you do have to bail. You can retreat for... Well, I guess you get punished like a few boosters of a card, but it's minimal. And um, so if you ever have to leave a match, it's not like you're stuck in it and like the other person gets some points for it, so they're not really mad that you retreated. Um, Yeah, so there's a a cube system uh, where it's where where the whole game gets its name is is you can snap. And of course, they're they're talking about the Thanos snap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. but you basically have uh, the um, oh my god what what is the thing from um, the cube I can't remember what it's called right now the, uh, the tesseract tesseract, tesseract thank you yeah. so you have the tesseract up at the top of the screen and at first there's just a, a one there as you progress through the game if you feel like you're doing really well you can tap on the tesseract and uh, essentially bet more points um, that you're gonna win. And so when you first snap, it goes from one to two. If they snap back, it goes from two to four. And then at the end of the game, it's eight. Um, if if they end up following through. But at any time, if you feel like, oh, no, they just made a super good play. Now I'm going to lose. You can retreat. You'll lose however many um, cubes are up at the top uh, based on, you know, if both of you snapped or if, if just you snapped or if neither person snapped. Mm-hmm. So if it's a uh, if it's a game where you're you feel like you're not doing well and uh, somebody walks into your job or, or whatever you're doing your person you come up in line or something you can just quickly retreat and you only lose one cube you get oh. some boosters for a random card in your deck and uh, you can you know queue up in a new match later so it, it doesn't mm-hmm. hurt cool. you that much yeah but it's also cool because you can use that snap technique as like a like kind of a bluff and poker kind of thing where like you can you know you can use it at different times in the game where you're like maybe like i like to do it i have this one deck that you kind of don't really play cards for like the first two um hands of the turn so a lot of times people get a little cocky with it so if i snap like right at the beginning and then they're like wait he didn't play any cards and then they'll snap and then i'll come in and eat their eat their lunch later um uh so like that kind of stuff it's kind of it, it adds another little dynamic of and then also this is silly but the, there's only like five emotes in the game well there's also like little um uh things but there's Some this words, one that's like yeah. Sp- spider-man pointing to people and then if you hit snap it like says snap right underneath it so i always like kind of <laughs> goad people to snap with that thing and i'm sure they get mad at me but it's it's, it's just funny little things like that that's amazing um, 
Yeah. Anyways, and it's it's a deep cool ass cards. game. It's really good. Yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff, and uh, it's it's so much fun. There's so many different styles of deck. There, the ar- archetypes are like move, discard, destroy. Um, there's ongoing and on reveal, and the whole mm-hmm. object is to win two out of three lanes. You're yeah. not taking chipping down from someone's health, uh, you know, like you are in, in Runeterra or Hearthstone or Magic or something or Magic. I always forget. I have not played the the um, digital oh. version of Magic. I've only ever played uh, the actual actual like, yeah card game. Uh, and I always forget. It's like Arena. Is that is it Magic, Magic Arena. Arena? Yeah, I wish it was better. To be honest, it it, um, it Magic is a great game, but the the actual um, experience of playing it digitally is not amazing. I don't know. Um, but yeah. It, there's so many different cool characters. Probably a lot of characters you may you may not even know. Like I didn't know Silk existed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Silk's season. super cool. I, I also looked that up afterwards. I was like, wow, cool. Yeah, I love the fact that it's introducing me to characters that I never knew existed. So the Leech was another one I didn't know about until later. Um, it's the joke. Yeah. It's the Juggernaut pitch. Dude, he <laughs> is one of the best cards in the game. He's period. so good. Yeah. Um, I've never used. I've never had a. I've never had a good experience using Kang. I haven't. I haven't really been able to make that work. I. I hate Kang. Yeah. I don't. I don't have Kang. I have no plans on buying Kang. If he ever goes to series three, maybe. But I have no interest in Kang whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I. I am so annoyed when I do my turn five or turn six play, and then they uh, just dropped Kang. Now it's like. Yep. Okay, do I just do the same thing because I'm confident in it, or do I change it up a little bit so that uh, they don't know what I'm doing, or do you know I I don't know, but it's so yeah, I feel you. I hate it. Yeah, the, and then the Galactus <laughs> meta has been tough too, and especially in Conquest, I've been running into now a lot of Galactuses, and the thing is, is that. I've I've tried I haven't really dialed my Galactus deck in yet because I know I always get that kind of like Galactus to null like play but the thing is that's weird is in conquest and I, I don't know maybe this is other times too but i what i was trying to do is i was trying to use um who's the chick who makes limbo happen is it magic, magic. yeah yeah mm. but i realized that if you use limbo if you get that turn seven but then you hit the galactus it seems to like cancel that out if the if you drop Galactus not on Limbo, Limbo then, exactly, then it destroys Limbo, making it end on turn six instead of turn seven. Yeah, that, so and that's that actually. Kinda... Oh, sorry. Go, for go it. ahead. I, I was just oh, saying no, that. Gonna... Yeah, sorry. I'll go. I was delay, just going to say that, that, that in conquest that could be kind of screwed because so many people already do strategies that take up a lane or or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I've just been getting screwed that way, and it hasn't been working for me. Yeah, that rings true whenever you are using any card that disrupts limbo so um scarlet witch uh Mm. storm uh rhino or magic all disrupt limbo if it's if they're played on on limbo and then uh another one being galactus if he's dropped off of limbo and limbo is one of those lanes you're talking about so we're, we're actually looking at gameplay footage right now just picked some random one the lanes are the three middle things right and they flip yeah, them over yeah, one by one yeah and they don't and you each don't one you don't know the lo- random effect you don't know the locations until they flip them over right like even at the very Correct. first turn they're all completely flipped over so you don't know what it is and so both you guys have to play one card on the first thing and then it flips over and progresses through correct until you run out of cards well, the the first one will always flip over before you play oh, okay first, yeah the first round. i see yeah 
Um, but they are all dark just, at the very you know, start. Just for the people like who yeah, have sure. never played this game. There is a card, yes. the Watcher, who will who will show you um, the other the other both other locations, at least one other. I forget. As long as Yatu is in your hand, he will show you the two uh, unrevealed locations. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. So um, so there's like ways to go around that, but he's not really that worth it most of the time. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> nah, I mean honestly, there's only a few locations that are not good to drop cards on. The biggest mm. one being, uh, not Bar Sinister, but, um, oh my gosh. Wait, is it Bar Sinister? Is that the it's one that duplicates yeah. your whole... Bar, no, no, Sinister London is the one oh, that duplicates yeah. a character to each side. Bar Sinister, yeah, I think that's the one that duplicates four into that location. Yeah, it makes copies. Man, so what's the one, I can't remember what it is right now. Is it Machine World, the one that gives a copy no. of your card to the other person? The, the one where whoever has more power... There's um, a lot loses. of locations. Oh, yeah. Fuck, what is that one called? Mm, oh, that's another you, bar. It's another bar. bar. It sucks because there's Luke's Bar, Bar Sinister, um, uh, Sinister London. Because it doesn't necessarily have a bar, <laughs> but, you know, it has a similar it can name. can get confusing. And there's there's that one. Note Bar something. I forget. Um, I, I'm pretty sure it's the bar that Wolverine goes to in the in the um, Insomniac trailer. Yeah, that's know. true. Um, so we'll get off the Marvel Snap topic because we're going a little long on it. But I I'm so sorry. Ask, I could talk no, about it forever. I wanted I wanted this because I have not had anyone else to nerd out about it. With. Real I mean, quick, it's Conquest the... takes too long. I'm just going to throw that out there. Mm. It's I in hate the title the fact of the episode. That Conquest matches could take so long. No, I I agree. It's definitely like you have to sit down for a little while to be like, all right, I'm going to do some conquest. Mm. Um, but uh, I did before we got off this topic. I just wanted to. Uh, ask you like what are your like give me two or three of your decks that are your go-tos um i actually don't really have a go-to right now i'm in kind of a weird place i think if you're looking to just start the game i think a zoo deck is probably one of your best options um Mm -hmm. something with uh blue marvel with kazar um some heftier cards in there america chavez Things like that, and then a bunch of one-cost cards um, yep. to just buff those up and really take over the board. I mean, that's still an, a fantastic way if you're early on to uh, get super high, super far, super quickly. Um, if you're deeper into the game, High Evolutionary Lockdown is and uh, High Evolutionary Jainjaw are probably two of the most uh, incredible decks in the game right now. And then if you want something that has a little bit higher of a skill cap, then I would say uh, do something with bounce, um, whether it's just a standard bounce deck or you're running uh, the new newer like Spider Ham deck. Yeah, the um, Spider Ham stuff has been kind of crazy. I, I haven't fully like uh, grasped onto it yet, but it's really cool. Yeah, so uh, there's a WWLOS or WLS something like I don't remember how to pronounce his name, but he's a, a really good uh, tournament competitive player and. He uh, is actually the reason I first got to Infinite. He made a deck in, in um, just a, the Wave. When Wave was still able to play more than one card, you could drop like She-Hulk and Doom in the, in the final turn. And it was just kind of a good cards deck. And that was the first deck that I took to Infinite. So I've been following him for a while now. But he just came out with a very mean bounce deck that includes Spider-Ham, Electra, and Iceman. And it is nasty because you have a lot of people using Nebula. You have a lot of people using Sunspot. 
and you have a lot of people um, that you know want to play cards. And Spider Ham erases a lot of those. Uh, if you're running Doom, all of a sudden your Doom goes from being a six-five that puts uh, two other six-fives into the other location to just a six-five, which is garbage. Considering yeah, exactly. considering there's a card that's a one-five, and by one-five I mean it's one cost for five power. Um, and then uh, yeah, it, there's so many crazy, and of course Iceman, you know, adds one power or one uh, energy to. The cost of any cost. card under six, which is insane. Here's uh, so yeah. Here's here's here a, is, a general yeah. bounce list. So you have Hit Monkey for your end game, uh, Mysterio to help boost your Hit Monkey, Bishop to be boosted by all the cards that you're going to play, Beast to bounce your cards back into your hand and mm-hmm. make them cost less for the final turn, hmm. um, Shang Chi to kill anything that's any over nine guys. power. Yeah, um, in a lane, so you can hopefully take down a lane some great tech in the bounce deck wow. the only problem is that it's not super easy to play mm. yeah it's a little you gotta you gotta know your shit a little bit wow <laughs> crazy anyways anyway. guys that was our marvel snap segment slash live <laughs> new but I'll, I'll pass it on to you too and we'll get out of it but, but it's good to nerd out on that with you man it's awesome yeah, absolutely. I... thank you for letting me just run my mouth about it for a while it's always fun Neon, po- about it. Neon yeah. Pocket Dimension is all about nerding out, and this is exactly why you're on the show. So thank you very much for that. That was <laughs> okay, thank you. That was insane. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna have to rewatch this footage at slow. Like I'm gonna slow it down half speed, and then I'll try to absorb as much as I can and jump <laughs> right job. back in. <laughs> Miguel, why don't we have you go next, man? What you been nerding out on? Uh, I've been nerding out on um, some outdoorsy stuff, I guess you could say. I went to uh, Death Valley on Saturday because mm-hmm. it was a new moon, and um, went down to Badwater Basin, took nice. some lawn chairs, hung out on the salt flats. It was hot as fuck. I'm sure, but it was. Uh, <laughs> we actually didn't expect it to be as hot as it was. It was, I think, a hundred degrees, but in the middle of the At night, night. Yeah, in the middle of the Damn. night. Wow, um, and it was windy. So, but the, the skies were clear, the stars were out, it was pretty cool. We drank some beers, we hung out. Tight. Uh, we drove home. Um, I was there, I didn't get home till like 5 in the morning. It was definitely worth the trip. I want to do it again, but not in, uh, not in the summer. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what, what, what this is a picture of, but it looks weird. So, that is, that's just salt. This yeah. is salt? Strands of salt. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I didn't know it was like cotton or something. Yeah, keep it's going. More like crystalline. Yeah, it's huh. all salt and shit. Did you try licking it? No. The re- well, I mean, plus you got people walk all over it and shit. You don't want to lick that shit, dude. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry. It was a bad joke. It's like snow. This is just yeah. a joke. Yeah. Just but no, it's a good time. It's just a joke. <laughs> and then um, today I went to uh, the Nevada test site. So the um, the Department of Energy does tours oh, that you yeah. can. Um, it's kind of like a lottery type system. Mm. So this tour I went on, I actually scheduled October of last year. Damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, that's the Dan Crater. I, I got to go there. That was pretty fucking awesome. But um, they take you, they drive you around, they pick you up. It's hundred percent completely free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an old bank vault that's sitting out there that they created to see what would happen to a bank vault and money inside of it. 
wow. when they dropped the bomb on it. And um, apparently the American money was fine. Like the dollar bills, didn't, nothing happened to them. I guess there were silver coins in the vault. Those tarnished a little bit. Gold mm. coins were fine. They had foreign money in there that apparently when they picked it up, it just kind of crumbled. Whoa. Whoa. It just like fell apart. Cheaper medium. Yeah, exactly. So um, that was really cool to see. Uh, Sedan Crater is really cool. It was an interesting concept that they were trying to do. Um, they were trying to use nuclear weapons as like a means for um, like public works projects. Whoa. <laughs> large amounts of dirt. Oh, God. And, yeah, uh, just, you know, just ruin the landscape around it for, well, you know, well, they, they figured, years. I think they, I think the idea was there wasn't <laughs> going to be much radiation. Mm. Mm. They buried it so deep. So this crater they buried, oh, I think it was nice. 652 feet. It's the world's uh, largest man-made crater in North America. Wow. I think it's either the world's largest or it's the largest in North America. I don't remember. <laughs> hmm. But uh, it moved... 12 million tons of dirt damn in the one explosion um but apparently it was extremely radioactive around the lip (laughs) and right as we're getting out she said that the tour guide said that someone goes you mean where we're going right now (laughs) Ah. because we got to go to the lip like look down and um sure it's a tactic she uses apparently it's not radioactive anymore but i don't know we'll see I'll find no out. Any, no one had any Geiger counters out there with you, no. I suppose. You're not allowed to bring one, apparently. You ever heard of that uh, game Half-Life, dude? Yeah, I know Half-Life. Yeah, that's a scientific term. Yeah. About yeah. radioactivity. Sorry, continue. <laughs> oh, just, just the term half just, Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Thought, I thought you were just saying, hey, you just halved your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. Excellent. Well, that was really cool. We got to go out to... Um, the Apple One House, or I'm sorry, the Apple Two House, which I'm sure you heard of. There you go, there you go right there. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not sure if everyone saw Crystal Skull or not, but the beginning of yeah. that movie essentially uses footage from that, mm-hmm. from those tests, and that's one of the houses they built. You can't go to the other house that's a little further down because the road's all fucked up. Mm-hmm. But um, apparently, when they did the test. They filled it with furniture. It had glass. You know, it was a normal American home. It was wow. painted. Um, and apparently all the furniture and the mannequins came from a J.C. Penney. Oh, wow. Vegas. Random. That no longer exists. Apparently it was on Fremont and Las Vegas Boulevard. Mm-hmm. There was a J.C. Penney there at one point. And, um, like, it, it's pretty cool to go out there and see it. Like, to think that down the street for me or down down the road a little bit they were setting off these bombs and yeah this house was still there like it was really fucking crazy to see unfortunately you're not allowed to go into the home um they do take pictures of you when you're on the tour but it's large group photos of the entire tour group mm. and then they have to get declassified before they actually send them to you so i have yet oh, to wow. see how the photos came out whoa that's interesting that's <laughs> awesome and that's why we're not allowed. You're not allowed to take a cell phone because they don't want you taking okay. pictures. Wait. Yep. What What does declassifying mean? Mm-hmm. So they have to make sure that there's nothing in the photo that's still classified. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So apparently, right. back when I guess smartphones were becoming um, popular, people would go on the tours and take photos 
and then they were showing them to people and the people would be like why is that in a picture you're not supposed to no one's supposed to see that <laughs> that's classified Whoa. it's still classified so there's a lot yeah, of it's still it's still a military base or military Zone yeah, it's still a government facility right. uh, run yeah. by yep. the DOE. So. I just I just didn't realize like that if you could publicly go there, yeah, they would still need to declassify something. Mm-hmm. Right? You would think that you wouldn't, but apparently it's like what did. am I looking at right now that could be classified? <laughs> that's the thing. There's there are still things out Everything. there that we might not know are classified. We see them, we don't think anything of them, mm. and we go on our way, whereas those people looking at it go. That's not supposed to, you know, you're not supposed to be showing You know what, though? That new Photoshop uh, AI technology probably helps them declassify those photos a lot quicker. They just highlight it and go, put sand here, and then... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Easy. Not that I love AI, but... Down in uh, Flat, there's an old railroad trellis where they did three, uh, three tests, and there's only one left up, but I have never seen steel beams bent in such a fashion wow crazy steel beams were bent in from just from the explosions oh wow <laughs> did you look up the word trellis Jacob? yeah yeah i just had to look that up really quick <laughs> good good on you but uh, learning mm-hmm. but no, it was some really cool stuff if you're ever in vegas and you yeah. plan ahead I, I highly recommend it it's free um they pick you up at the atomic testing museum and then they drive you up there you go to Mercury, which you can't go to unless you're either working there or you're visiting. Mm-hmm. It's a small town. For whatever reason, I assumed it was going to be like a small town. There'd be like a main street and shit. It's not like that. It's very, very practical. Um, but it looks like you're stepping back into the 50s, the cafeteria that you go into. It's still decorated in that kind of fashion. It, it, everything looks old. I don't know if it is old or not. Um, clearly, the building is. They have a steakhouse there, which I think is really interesting. Um, it's a cafeteria slash steakhouse, and you go into the steakhouse. It's, it was closed, but you could see in. It almost just looks like a conference room, <laughs> which is really like it was just really odd to see because I'm like, this does not look like a steakhouse, but I guess it kind of does. Creepy. Hmm. Um, so there was a lot of really cool stuff there. You could they, they still have the benches out there where the VIPs would sit and watch them detonate the the nuclear weapons. Night so, County. So it's different from Los Alamos, right? Which is in New Mexico, I guess. Um, yes. That was the place where they built for the Manhattan Project specifically, but not the testing zone, right? Yeah, correct. Right? And as far as I know, Los Alamos and um, I think the other one's called Livermore, they still mm-hmm. work out at the test site. So they're still conducting tests of, of various other things, obviously not nuclear weapons at this point, because the reason they stopped testing was, uh, I guess, Bush signed. A treaty saying that we would no longer test nukes. So they haven't. Yeah, there's been a there's been a there's been a few iterations of that over the years. Every, yes, everyone's favorite president, George after Bush. The, First Bush. After the after the after uh, the the Castle Bravo test that like almost vaporized like half of Northern Europe. <laughs> they, they were like, okay, maybe we should figure out some regulations on testing these things. Well, in Japan, in particular, yeah, ravaged, horrible, horrifying. Stuff. Well, I mean, all the testing was after Japan, though, Jacob. That's what I was saying. This is actually during the Cold War, um, when it was during the, you know, all that stuff. I guess they, they, they tested 927. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like, and it's crazy to see the craters, how many craters there are out there. You're just driving around, like, that was one, that was one. And they're all, like, really next to each other. 
Um, but I'm sure there is a plethora of other things out there. Um, I guess I wasn't far from Area 51, which is like down the road from where I was at. I don't know if you can get there by, wow. by car or not. But um, really cool stuff out there. Like definitely worth your time, in my opinion. So um, cool. The tri- trippy desert, man. The trippy, yeah. trippy, trippy, weird stuff of American history. I like it. I will say Las Vegas has a plethora of that. Yeah. Which I still need to go to Rachel. I haven't been there yet. That's dude. That's been on the list for a while. Jo- yeah, Joy and I are planning that the Area 51 loop to come back. You know, go a, a full day trip. I think it's four hours total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go up there and back from Vegas. Uh, <laughs> see the black mailbox. Go to the little alien. All that yeah, fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. All that good stuff. Yeah, I've been wanting to do that for a long time. Cool as hell. But um, that's pretty much what I've been doing. Nice. I watched a little bit of uh, Nora from Queens. Oh. She's pretty funny. Good ass like show. <laughs> uh, the Days. I still haven't finished The Days yet. The Days. Um, that's the, the show about Fukushima. Oh. It's a good show. Nice. Um, what else have I been doing? Oh, and I'm going to buy a PS3, a PS5 this week. So. Yeah, my boy. Congrats. I mean, awesome. does it come out on Thursday? 16? Not this week. I don't know if I'm buying that right away, but yes, I will be buying that. I think it could, well, you're going to get the version that has uh, God of War Ragnarok bundled in, right? That's currently what is on sale, friend. Yep. And it comes with uh, an extra controller and a charging deck. That's the version I got. Cool. So I'm good. Yeah. Hell yeah! bunch of bunch of fucking nerds in this on this podcast today. I love you guys. <laughs> uh, what have I been nerding out on? Uh, all the games that everyone's been nerding out on. Diablo Four played a ton of that this weekend. Uh, just got the mount finally. I think you have to be like level forty three, so I'm like forty four, I believe. On my necromancer, I'm, I'm rocking a a bone crit CC. Uh, still toying with the minions build. Uh, so I'm just critting like crazy. I'm just melting enemy groups. It's a lot of fun. Um, I, I have some questions about Diablo Four. Um, mm-hmm. my first question is my my brother in law has been like super deep into it, and he is playing a necromancer. Yes. Uh, he is level. He's like in the sixties. Whoa. Um, and he have you have you gotten past 50 yet yeah no i just hit 50 just just hit 44 that's as okay, far as 44. i got so yep. so i won't say anything to that like what happens after 50 then um yeah. but what i think is interesting about this game is that it's entirely contained from what i understand right mm-hmm. there's not like in in old school diablo there's like chapters and each chapter like kind of got harder as you went on chapter one mm-hmm. was the easiest chapter two got in like exponentially harder chapter three chapter four yeah. chapter five um and you could replay these as you beat them uh, on the harder difficulties mm-hmm. and whatnot but like this game is completely self-contained like you can play through the entire story without like changing like i mean without like needing to worry about the chapters that you're beating and everything like that yeah yeah so with level scaling and everything the game just feels essentially like i want to say the same i mean difficulty does go up as you go just with the enemy types themselves not so much like level you know or uh 
I would say like enemy density. I'm sure it does increase slowly over time a bit here and there. Mostly I'd say it's like the enemy types, but with level scaling, like uh, the more tools you get, the more you feel like you can handle more stuff. But for the most part, what's really getting harder is the bosses uh, until you actually do beat the game itself and get to the end game stuff with nightmare dungeons and all the weird modifiers that go into that as well as just post-game quest stuff, I guess, essentially. So the reason I, I bring it up is is I wonder the long-term like grind for this game. Mm-hmm. Because in the older games, you could, if you wanted to try out a monk in 3, uh, yeah. you could join up with your friend who was level whatever and have them take you through hell. I, I can't remember the difficulty titles, but... You could go to the highest um, difficulty and have them just power level you. And right. from the sound of it, you can't do that in this no. because of the way scaling works. Right. But, okay, so there, there's a caveat to that, though. I mean, I'll just put it this way. I literally started level one. Um, I played the betas, so I'd already run through the beginning parts up until you Lorath walks away on a, on a horse. Uh, no spoilers, really. Uh, he walks away on a horse, and then like, then it puts you in the game world with like all the rest of the pe- uh, people in town. Uh, and then it, now it starts to kind of feel MMO-y. But before that point, you can group up with a friend. And so my buddy, who was like already 60-something, was like, oh, no, I'll just jump in. Shout out to the homie Alex. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll jump in. I'll run you through, right? So like, even though I'm level one and it's scaling to me, I don't have skills. I don't have a skill tree with a lot of abilities. So it's scaling, but the abilities and the skills you're getting, like for instance, now with my necromancer, I'm critting like crazy. I could just mow down waves. Like even if I jumped into your game as a newcomer, we would get you through that beginning part really quick. And that's exactly what Alex did. Like we skipped all the cinematics, seen them all, Skipped every single dialogue thing I absolutely could. We got through that beginning part in like an hour, which took me like three or four the original uh, time I played it. So there is a level of that, you know, but it's not the same. Do you think you'll only play like one or two different classes? No way. Because there's also the other level of, or the other aspect of the game, which actually was in Diablo 3, I believe, where after you beat the story, Every time you play another character, you could just opt out of a campaign and you could just jump right into the game world and just start knocking out quests. Uh, and at that point, it's like, okay, well, you can run through campaign to do it if you'd like, or you could skip campaign altogether and just get to like leveling your character up, which is what okay. I'm going to do with my alts, essentially. I mean, I, I kind of skipped a couple things here and there because I was playing while also like chatting with people and watching stuff. So I might go through campaign like maybe one more time on another character but like every other character i play because you know i'm gonna have them all i'm gonna have them all level 100 at some point as including hardcore characters um because i'm crazy like that um it'll it'll be fun because then i could just like i'll just teleport whatever wherever i want and just do whatever i want uh they're also talking about uh i watched the diablo fireside (laughs) chat which is was really cool on twitch i don't know if there's a vod out there of that but i think everyone should check that out if they're into diablo because it was really cool and like casual to see them like talking to the uh, the chat and everything. Um, They're talking about like uh, even between your characters, keeping the mini map progress uh, between characters. So like you go onto your alt and then you have the whole map. Or you go onto your alt, you've already captured all those altars of Lilith or whatever to give you like the permanent stat bonuses and stuff like that. So 
Uh, to me, it seems like rolling up alts in this game will be cool, and uh, jumping in and helping your buddies who are a lower level than you, I think there's something there where you can kind of help them speed through. Not to mention, every time you're... I, I don't know if it's grouped, but definitely if you're in the vicinity of another player, you get like a 25% bonus to your experience as well. So oh, like, that's cool. Yeah, so you can't do like, a, like you like can't a sherpa, a sherpa credit yeah you can't like <laughs> fully cheese it like you could in old diablo games where you're like oh just like party up with me and then you'll just stand there while i like clear waves in a nightmare dungeon and you'll just level up level up level up right instead it's like okay let's play together you know you run through your campaign progress i'll be in your party but we'll do it together and then i'll be able to use my crazy abilities which you're not even you know you're still like you're still getting through the tree. I'm just a baby. <laughs> and uh, it, it should be easier that way. So, yeah. And grouping okay. is is really fun. Um, it's actually really simple. Uh, you town portal back to your to the town. Whoever you're grouped with will now have a town portal of their own. So, wherever they're at, you could just step into their portal. You're right where they're at. Uh, that was actually how I was able to engage in, like, a group, a massive group event. Um uh, there was a part in the map, I think it was in the dry steps, uh, where I, I mean, I was, I had just started. I was like level 12 and I was like, oh, that event's starting. And my friend Alex is like, oh, I'll just go there and you could teleport to me. And even though I was level 12 and everybody's like level 60 something, I still jumped in and I still got gear and loot and stuff. So it's really engaging if you have friends, um, and shout outs to anyone who wants to squat up with me, you know? Just saying. <laughs> uh, so I'll, yeah, I'll get to that game Are eventually. But I, I have I have some other big projects going on right now, and I knew that if I bought it, I would just it would distract me too much from the things that I also want to finish. Like you were getting to Zelda, I believe at some point. Yes, that's my next game. I've been playing a lot of Zelda to the point where, like, look, I love the Switch. Y'all know I have problems with the Switch's performance. It's old, whatever. Blah 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 blah. The game is still fucking amazing. It's so goddamn mm-hmm. good, dude. Um, mm-hmm. And it's so easy to just pick up my Switch and, like, lay on the couch. Joy's watching cool shit on the TV, whatever. I'm, like, watching that, but also, like, running through a dungeon or something on the game. Um, but, man, it's just so good. It goes on and on and on. Uh, uh, the fact that that they've taken Hyrule and given it multiple tiers now is also amazing. Um, I'm tears? Very- <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> not tears. Uh, the ripping and the tearing. Um, that's for you, Miguel. I'm, wa- I'm waiting for your soundboard. Let's hear it. Come on. The ripping and the tearing. The ripping and the tearing. There you go. Um, but yeah, no, it's cool. Like even exploring like the deep dark depths is crazy. Uh, it's it is dark. It's dark as fuck. Uh, I like how they kind of separate it a little bit, so you have to kind of jump in the chasms to kind of see it all, which I find really interesting. Um, the side quests, there's a lot of big side quest chains that are kind of fun to engage with, but then I forget what parts of it I did, you know what I mean? So, like, what? here's a little tip for you. Not a spoiler, but a little tip for you. If you're playing Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, the world is dynamic, right? So, there may be maps of shit just laying in the environment where you can just take an in-game screenshot by pressing that little circular button at the bottom left of your Switch, Right? to just take a screenshot, that could be a map showing you all the locations of all of the things related to the place you're at. That's just a little clue for you. 
I use that to find all the little tier things. I use that to find every single one of the, uh, what do you call them, the stables, you know? Uh, so I just really like, like, the the game design in this game is just fucking legendary in it's ways. impeccable, yeah. The, the, the assets, like, okay, we were just talking about reused assets earlier. This game isn't really using a lot of that. Like, there's a lot of really unique assets in there. Like that, like I said, just like a physical map of something that you could just be like, oh, there's that's just a map on a wall. You walk past it in every game you play. Uh, but then games like even Fallout 76 does this. When you go to one of the uh, railroad places, there is a map with dots on, on, the, on the wall, like dots of spots in the map. You could, like, physically go to those spots, click on them, and it puts the marker on your physical map in the game. Like, little details like that are amazing. And in this game, you just have a map. You take a picture of it, you have the map, and then you're going between your gallery and the game itself and figuring things out. I do it, so, I do it for really recipes, cool too. There's, like, yes. at the stables, there's little recipe things, and I'm like, oh, cool, this is how you make that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just loving the fine details of the game. I'm just really nerding out over, like, how creative I can be. I love being creative in any game I could play. A game where I could build or, you know, slap things together, like in... Uh, Zelda. It's just, it's a lot of fun to experiment. But man, some people online are doing some crazy shit, man. I saw this one as like a sea dragon. I mean, a sea dragon <laughs> where it was like, like one flipper would do this and the other flipper would do this. And you could tell it's like the sleds, but sideways. But like, how do they wire it to like do it at different times? Crazy. I saw someone make a one bit calculator with uh, <laughs> mirrors and lights. I mean, it's like, it's like, damn. It's like with Minecraft how people are building like really insane machines just utilizing the little pieces and parts uh all the you know uh in this game zoni devices combined with other little things you could put together it's it's just so good and then it's still on top of all this shit it's still just Zelda Breath of the Wild which already is a great game with fun combat you know and i'm at that like it's just like riding a bike dude I, <laughs> Like, I can enter any fight and just be like, yeah, I know how to counter. Yeah, I remember I could do the backflip here, whatever, you know? So, really really enjoying that. Uh, and then, uh, I'll say Gundam update, but not Gundam update. Just so y'all can throw the emotes in the chat there. Gundam update. Um, I started watching One Piece. That's right, everyone. Yo. Yeah. <sighs> it's, it's, Maybe it's, I just need to make it like an overall <laughs> anime update pretty yeah. soon. I've uh, <laughs> begun the journey. <laughs> no, bad idea. No, you can't. You can't trounce on One Piece like that. <laughs> I'm. All, you, you, you made a post on Twitter the other day. You're like, I'm eight yeah. episodes in. I'm like, bro, you're almost done. It's yeah. awesome. No, I'm, I got to like episode thirteen. Um, you know, but I'm enjoying it. I know I'm so early on, but it just feels like watching early DBZ episodes. And like you guys know me, man, I watched all of every Gundam series. Like, even the really old ones. This one's still holding up, even at, like, these earlier episodes. They feel kind of fillery, but, you know, we're assembling the pirate squad. It's the very beginning, and uh, I'll keep letting you, you guys know about that. Also, uh, earlier you were talking about Final Fantasy, and, and you were also talking about mobile games, uh, PJ. So, I'll tell you. Uh, I've beaten Final Fantasy 3, 4, f- and 5 all on my phone. Uh, Pixel Remasters. And I'm I'm currently 45 hours into FF6 Pixel Remaster on mobile, so those are also great mobile games. They pl- it plays amazing. Yeah, so, I heard those ports are really good. Yeah, they're incredible on mobile. I mean, you know, 
probably better on Steam, but on mobile, I mean, same idea, right? Like, I could just jump in there, play a little bit. Uh, you could quick save. You don't have to wait for a save point. You know, I could leave it suspended. Whatever. Jump into it. Uh, feel like there was something else, too, but, eh. That's it. I, Why? Am, I am 900 episodes into One Piece. <laughs> but how many and Gundam... I, I wish that was a joke. How many Gundam episodes have you seen, though? Uh, probably like, damn it, Miguel. Like, let's see. God, I, I'd have to say like a sixth of that. Okay. Right. Like I've, I've uh, watched old school Gundam. Um, and then, uh, I watched, you know, obviously like when, uh, the tsunami and stuff got really big. We had Wing. that era of Gundam Wing. Exactly. Yep. Um, just I'm really that. digging the new series. Oh uh, God, so Mercury good. or whatever. Yeah, which Mercury very is fucking insane. good. Yeah, like I'm, animation I'm, is yeah. incredible. I think I'm on episode 18 of that right now, or 17 or something like that. So I'm I'm getting into that. It's just harder to watch subbed because you know I, I have to like sit down and read the whole time. So yeah, I'm just getting through that a little slower. But uh, yeah, I get that. It's really something you have to like. Mm-hmm. sit down and pay attention to right instead of just kind of like that's that's the great thing about one piece is you can just kind of have it on in the background and when there's an intense fight you can yeah. watch and see what's going on and see what they're doing but if they're just kind of talking or you know whatever doing you wacky just shit listen to it <laughs> doing weird stretchy wacky shit or like yep. you know there's uh, i'm on the episode with usop or whatever that guy yeah, just barely, you know, meeting that that lighter man with the long Pinocchio nose. Wait, is Usopp only eighty episodes in? Eight. That's crazy. Twelve. Oh, I'm on episode oh, twelve. Okay. Twelve. One. I was, two. I was I was confused there for a second. I thought you said eighty. Earlier, oh no. And I was no, like, no, no, no. God, is is that is Usopp that far into the series? It's 12. been a while. Okay, it's been a while <laughs> since I've seen the beginning. Hey, to be fair, I've watched a lot of shows, including every episode of like uh, Black Clover and Dragon Ball Z and all of Dragon Ball Super, and I've watched a lot of anime. You know, I mean, I watched I watched all of Naruto. That's no easy feat. That's there's a like lot seven, too. Like, I mean, I yeah. I skipped a bunch Miguel. of the filler. Okay, stuff. Miguel, uh, do you just not like anime? Is that what's going <laughs> on? Like Unless it's called Cobra like, Kai. I don't like shonen shows. Yeah, yeah he's not, not into shonen. Shows are just no, thank you. I've got better things to do. He doesn't. He I doesn't completely they understand. Take too long. There, there's way too much. Filler. What about Food Wars? They never fucking end. Two what, thumbs what up. Food Wars, though. It's a great fucking show. You should watch that shit, Miguel. Um. Miguel just he's not into tournament arcs just like the homie Frank Furter. He it hates tournament arcs so much. Fucking annoying. I don't get it. I love a tournament arc. Give it to Can me. Move on. Give me a show that's concise to the point. Mm-hmm. Four seasons at most. Uh, have you ever seen um oh my gosh, I can't remember what it's called. Astra. Astra. Um, uh Astra. oh my god. Anime. Let's see. Um, Astro Lost in Space? Yes, Astro Lost in Space. No. When did that come out? 2019. It was not too long ago. 2019. 2019. So yeah. I have not like engaged with the anime the way I used to since maybe 2012. Mm. Uh, I kind of fell off. Uh, I was huge, 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 huge into anime 
in um, the late 90s, early 2000s, up mm-hmm. until that. So if you, when you start, people start naming shows now, like I'm like, I don't know what I'm talking about. I just don't follow it. I, I kind of fell off of manga the same way as well. Yeah. Um, it, so uh, Astro Lots of Space is only like, I don't even know, eight to 12 episodes somewhere on there, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And that's and, the show that I feel like I can engage with. And then I, like the last real anime I watched was Tatami Galaxy. I don't know if you, mm. anyone had or even that's heard That's on my it. list. It's very good. Nice. I really like that show quite a bit. Yeah. And that's what, like 12 episodes, I think, at most. Yeah. Uh, Astro Lost in Space is 12 episodes. Also, uh, oh my God, the one, uh, the Magical Girl Twisted one. Fuck. After, it's like Megami Tensei something. Fuck. I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> it's not that. It's definitely not that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like Ma- Maga Mugu Migi Mugu. It's got like a weird name like that. Anyway, I'll look it up. Get, get it's a back, really good one. On it's like a fucked up. You ever want to nerd out about Shin Megami Tensei, though? Like, I'm in. Yeah. Let's go. It's I my- can show you my collection. I have, I have literally every single Shin Megami Tensei game from uh, PS2 to now, pretty much. Nice. I don't have some of the older stuff because I didn't get into it until the Digital Devil Saga era. But It's called Puella Mag... Sorry. Puella Ma- Magi Madoko Magica. Wow, that's I wasn't far wow. off. See, uh, I recommend that show to everyone. It's very fucking good. Only like 10, 12 episodes. Uh, will you drop that? Will you drop that in the anime and manga center channel? Yes, so sir. I remember later. Yes, sir. Cool. I think it, it's on like it's on everything. It's like Hulu as well, like Netflix. I believe. I haven't seen it. Though. Really fucking nice. good. Uh, it's fuck. It's like a <laughs> fucked up. I'm sorry. What? TV has gotten so good. I know. God. So many shows that aren't anime at this point that are good too many that that i i've been kind of watching those and not to say that i don't want to get back into anime i thought about it it's just one of those things where it's just like it's media overload at this point yeah, yeah, yeah. it's nuts like, video games yeah you want to spend your time right so and like those shonen shows mm-hmm. to me like oh it's a lot do it it's and i I, I tell Jacob this, like, personally, it's like, I don't feel like he's actually watching these shows. Oh, I am. <laughs> Trust me. I'm in the background and you listen. No, no. I am watching and working. I look no. down, I look up. I look down, I look up. Like, all fucking but day. You're still working is my point. I'm doing both. I'm doing both. Because I actually want to pay attention to the podcast. I can li- I can work and listen to a podcast. And when I can't, yeah, then I turn it off. I can do that. Sometimes it's you can't do both, man. This is for the fallacy. This is for you. you What this is for you, Miguel? I cannot for the life of me play Marvel Snap and watch something at the same time. I I can't do it. That's really engaging. Yeah, that is true. I actually I was doing that the other night. We were watching, I think it was Ted Lasso or something, and I was just like I just kept like being like I I, I just like turn this off and play Snap. It's a bad (laughs) idea. You're you're gonna end up losing your game because you're either paying too much attention to the show or or not enough. Uh, so, well, so that's just how how, how I feel about shows. So mm-hmm. if I'm, I'm going to watch something that I actually have to pay attention to, then I actually want to pay attention to it. Totally. One more, one, one more anime recommendation for you guys, and then we're done with all this anime shit. All right? <laughs> Dr. Stone. Dr. Stone. It's watch Dr. Stone. No, it's not a fight anime. It's just Bill Nye know, the Science Guy. still... Still a shin- a it's shonen. Bill Nye the Science Guy and anime form, essentially. It's really cool. You get to learn science stuff. 
Good, thank you. I appreciate it. Watch nice. it. Hell yeah. Watch it. The only thing um, anything sh anyone should ever do is read Berserk. That's all you gotta do. Oh yeah, oh, dude. dude. I'm same. I'm I loving my read through of Berserk. It is so fucking rad. God damn. I bought the first are, volume are you for the, the golden arc yet. Uh, I'm not like hip to the jive. What to, is that? Uh, so chances I don't know. are I'm no. only I'm I'm only two of the big volumes in so far. Okay, you're um, nowhere. You're you're nowhere close yet. Okay. I don't think I'm anywhere. You're still close. in the golden like, arc then. You're still in the golden arc. There you go. Cool. All right, uh, that's enough well, anime. Guys, I think you know we're gonna, we're gonna call this a whoops all live new episode. I think because uh, <laughs> it's, it's, instead of getting into a new topic this late in the game, I just want to yeah. spend the rest of the time we have uh, getting to know Philip just a little bit more, and I want you to be able to yeah. talk about your cool projects because uh, we I we you know we've got similar. I can similar always come back, and, you know. And, hey, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and I think even we might we might end up having an in-person podcast at some point. We could even do that. That's true. Um, Ooh, dude, you have you guys over there, and you have Miguel come over here, and we just have two bars, two large, two big ass. I'm down, dude. Camera went bars. Uh, um, but but I want to give you a chance to kind of plug and just talk about your simply sassy stuff. And I have some questions for you too. Yeah, but um, sure. tell us about its origins and kind of where. It's uh, come from because you know I've seen things from the not KFAF challenge to uh, I watched your your top ten birds podcast the other day. Oh, I was just, dude, I saw that. I saw that shit when I was looking at your channel and I was like, is this really about birds? Oh yeah, it is. Bodacious That's birds. Amazing. I think it says um, he's like Usador. He likes birds. Like I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, give us the rundown, and and then I really want to talk about the out of our league series because that's shit's insane that you got all those people. Yeah. So uh, right there, actually, if you scroll down just a little bit there, that's I mean that's Rahul Kohli from Oh yeah Midnight Mass and yes. uh, a bunch of other stuff. But right there in the middle, you've got Young Yeah from uh, the beautiful uh, Young Yeah YouTube channel, and Ryan Colt Levy, the voice of uh, Chainsaw Man's lead character. Oh. Um. And oh. Uh, uh, is it Remy from? Uh, no, that's not right. Uh, the the recent My Hero Academia movie that came out, mm. he plays uh, mm. the titular side character in that. Um, awesome. But anyway, so back in 2019, kind of funny, started a um, show called KFAF, and in that show they did a, a Photoshop challenge. And being a kind of funny fan, my boss is actually a kind of funny uh, best friend as well. Oh, He's wow. actually the one who got me into kind of funny. Um, and so I started watching the show and he was like, Hey, we should, you should, you're really good at, at art and stuff. You should do this Photoshop challenge. So nice. we started doing, uh, and participating in the, uh, challenge and I'm not going to lie to you. There's a couple entry shows on there where both my boss and I got featured in episodes. Both of them were me. <laughs> uh, oh shit! I just, That's hilarious. I just submit them under my boss's name. Um, oh wow! Because it was now. To be fair, it was his ideas. I just brought them to life. That's um, awesome. Uh, it's a collab. Anyway, that's how I met uh, Ben. Please be excited. That's how Ooh. I met Matt Ferguson. Uh, oh, yeah. th that's how I met the other Gage, um, which is weird to me, by the way. <laughs> I, 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 there's like no other Gages. I've met like three in my lifetime, and the fact that there's one who's like a kind of buddy, funny best friend who's on a podcast with someone I know from Humboldt County is so strange to me. Right? <laughs> yeah. The machinations of life. 
Yeah. Um, Wild times. But uh, anyway, yeah, so we, we kind of started uh, to talk and and uh, we were sharing photoshops with each other and like trying to make them be- better for each one. Oh, is this a good joke? Is that a good joke? And uh, then when 2020 happened, uh, we, you know, got together, we started gaming and uh, got together in a group. And one day, one of our friends, Al, the Predator Tribesman, and Ben, please be excited, had this idea of making a joke video about um, uh, none other than Nick Scarpino (laughs) and his basketball career. Here it comes. Uh, so we did uh, the last uh, chance instead of the last dance, which I think is that Michael Jordan documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus Christ, Gage just sent me these ridiculous photos. I'll pull them up right now. Continue. Okay. Uh, so we uh, edited together this video with a mixture of kind of funny footage. Yeah, that's some Ben, please be excited stuff, I bet. <laughs> no, that's mine. That's his, oh, that's yeah. that's yours. Yeah. That, that was, oh, that that was a fantastic. Gay, that was one of my only only ones that really got true recognition. Um, and, you know, that... Oh, that's you know, beautiful. The same, the yeah. Save the trees. Kevin it was Quill. so good. I thought it was, it was one of Ben's. It's Kev, that's yeah. Kevin, right? Ben's top tier, so yeah. But Ben, yeah, Ben was always the one to beat for sure. This one. And this is my other one, The Last Supper. Too, too uh, fucking funny. With uh, Nick, and then there's Greg Miller. We got Kevin in there, there's too. everybody in there. Is this yeah. fucking Mike right here? Way. Is that Snowbike Mike? Cor- that's Barrett Courtney. Oh. And then <laughs> we have Max Scoville, Fran Miravella, Andrea. Oh, and then, oh my uh, God. Dude, the hair. The hair's um, intact. That's <laughs> hilarious. Look, there's a, um, uh, there's a connect Tim. between... What is it? What is it? Connect three between and four. Five, oh, four, five, shit. Five, three, five. Yeah, and the Diet Coke. Diet Coke, LaCroix. Hell yeah. There's Oreos everywhere and Nutter Butters. Oh, That's dude, you, of course you have to put the LaCroix in front of LaCroix Poppy over there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so uh, yeah. good. So, so go to Twitter oh real quick, God. type in uh, hashtag KFAF, and then go to the okay. media tab and just kind of scroll through there and you'll see some fun stuff. Yeah, I love Ben. Um, um, ben, please, please be excited. Shows up in my timeline constantly, and I just always laugh at my desk. Yeah, he's great. He's still doing the Photoshop thing over there. Uh, mm-hmm. making amazing photoshops so of the, the kind of funny crew and, and other people. Um, but yeah, so we made this video uh, called The Last Chance, and it was a fake documentary of uh, a mixture of things where we all did like a short video skit talking about as if we knew Nick and um, doing just, you know... Like the Michael Jordan thing, right? Like yeah, the, the, last the Last Dance. dance. Yeah, exactly. Um, nice. And we all worked together to do that, and we weren't sure how to end it. So I created this this uh, solid snake bit, where essentially uh, solid snake calls because okay, this this is a weird thing. But when I was gaming with with Ben and some of the other guys, uh, when I when I started to whisper, they would tell me that I kind of sounded like a solid snake. So I was sure. I was just trying to be quiet for my wife. Uh, so I didn't wake her up while we were gaming, uh, but, <laughs> but you know they they started telling me that I sounded like uh, Solid Snake. So uh, we decided to make this joke where I actually, <laughs> um, you know, did a bit as Solid Snake calling um, Nick Scarpino, and then 
you have that in the middle bit where we're doing that. And then at the very end, to close it out, there's actually one of mine. Go if you scroll back up uh, one more. Yeah, that, that one right there. This one right here? Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Damn. That's amazing. Um, it's from a, a great anime called Yuri on Ice. Um, oh, yeah. I've heard two, of that. Two men, um, ice skaters that fall in love. Um, <laughs> yeah. But really great anime. Um, but anyway, so uh, to close it out, we did this this bit with uh, Solid Snake actually being um, Johnny Ace calling <laughs> and messing with uh, Nick Scarpino. That's hilarious. So <laughs> it, was, it was a lot yeah. of fun. And uh, yeah, it was just an absolute blast to do. Oh, and then we were like, well, we've done this video now. So what do we do? Where do we go from here? What do we do from here? And that's when the uh, not KFAF challenge uh, started, where we wanted to take what was KFAF and keep it going. So we made the not KFAF challenge, which if you go to hashtag not KFAF, I think okay, I think that'll come up with um, some of those entries. But yeah, so we did that um, to try and kind of keep the <laughs> oh my god the emotions alive and what the yeah fuck? yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Craig Miller looking like <laughs> Ronald McDonald. Down, what the fuck, dude? Um, oh, man. So, yeah. Wow. And, and from there, uh, we were like, well, what do we want to do? We want to interview cool people. Why don't we interview the, the kind of funny crew? So mm-hmm. uh, since they knew us from the community and doing some other stuff, we managed to get um, pretty much everybody on the show so far except for Kevin. Mm-hmm. I think Kevin is one of the last people that we, because he's been so busy, um, we have not been able to interview him. But with the success of getting him on the show and all of that, we decided that we could maybe uh, expand expand on that. And I just started reaching out to anyone and everyone I could. Um, I made a Photoshop of, uh, you showed it earlier, but of Rahul Coley. Rahul as yeah. um as reed richards and that's actually not the one mm-hmm. i'm talking about i i did it a while ago just to try and see like oh man i'd love i'd love to see rahul Kohli as reed richards i don't think anyone's ever thought of him for reed richards before mm-hmm. and uh i think he'd be great because i was watching uh i zombie at the time i think i didn't even know he was like a kind of funny like best friend at the time i just liked him from i zombie and then a year later, around his birthday, I decided to do it again and um, made this version, which takes the outfit from Deadpool, mm. uh, some custom assets that I made, and the Fantastic Four logo from the original, not the original original, but like the mid-2000s Fantastic Four movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did some Photoshop work for the background and found a great picture for the lighting on his head uh that just looks hmm. very good yeah um uh, and and fit really well with the lighting in the deadpool picture and put that together as like a, a new version of it and uh like my it. favorite comment like on that by the way is why does he have the little knives and i was like what if you're stretching through a vent and you need to protect yourself <laughs> was my <laughs> response to the person <laughs> and they were like you know what i never thought about it like that um <laughs> But anyway, so I had made that and that got ridiculous numbers. Like it got put on 
a couple different websites as like fan imagination. Oh yeah, it went everywhere. It was seen like. seen for a, well, from far and wide. For I sure. knew Huge. I knew that it had gotten crazy because uh, my wife was like, "Hey, didn't you make this?" And I was like, "Yeah, but where are you right now?" She's like, "On Facebook." And I was like, "Wait, what?" Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Um. So I, you know knowing that she saw it randomly on her timeline i was like oh wow this is this is crazy mm-hmm. um so anyway awesome. that allowed me to reach out to rahul or feel confident enough <laughs> to reach out to rahul and be like hey you know that photoshop i made well i also do a podcast where we interview people would you want to be on the show and that's how we got rahul done and um ryan cool wow. levy is actually a, a kind of funny best friend that's yeah. how we got him on the show Cool. And then he's friends with Yong. That's how we got Yong on the show. There you go. Um, and then all the other people is just people that I asked. I just I was hoping, asking that they, if they wanted to be on the show. And it, it just goes to show, like, Mike Bithel was one that we reached out to. Awesome. Um, and ended up talking to us twice. We did two two interviews with wow. him. Um, and, yeah, so it was just a matter of, I think, kind of luck with the fact that COVID was happening and people weren't as busy because they had to stay inside. So yeah. why not just get on a show? Um, and it kind of opened up a few doors for us to be able to talk to all these cool people. But it also showed me that just r- putting yourself out there and reaching out can get you into a lot of doors that you may not have thought were available to you. Like we had Naomi Kyle on the show. Yeah, um, that's, I saw that. That's wild. And, Lucy and James. That was, yeah, Lucy James, uh, and Damn. yep, um, Damn. and Jeff Grubb. Uh, oh, it's my boy. And it's it's all from just reaching out to them and being like, "Hey, do you do you want to be on this interview show? This random little small YouTube channel interview yeah. show that we have." You know, I had to talk about you. I made the bet with Jeff Grubb for shaving his head. So, ah, <laughs> you're a terrible person. <laughs> little little crossover there. <laughs> His glorious locks are gone now. It was his suggestion. I just said, what are you going to do if it doesn't happen? And he said, shave my head. And then I saved (laughs) that tweet for like a year. (laughs) That's funny. That's super funny. (laughs) Look at Big Big Jeff now running Mm. Giant Bomb at night and over there at uh, at SGF and everything. That was so cool to see. He's a legend. So are you, Philip. There's always got to be a good Jeff to run giant bomb you know what i mean yeah yeah no doubt hell Good yeah point. yeah well that's so cool shout man. out to I mean, jeff gersman uh, yeah uh, and oh sorry i find for for those of you who don't know yes shout out to jeff gersman <laughs> yeah, um, yeah i don't i don't know how many people know giant bomb uh yeah i doubt yeah. i doubt many of them have been following since the ryan days you know what i mean <laughs> maybe oh, not uh, but that was that was actually one of the coolest the parts about this this most recent sgf i felt like that that made it feel more like e3 you know what i mean Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's and that that was probably like if you don't know Giant Bomb, basically uh, they started back around 2008 because they got fed up with what was going on at Games uh, Gamespot mm-hmm. and decided to make their own company. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were kind of some of the first pioneers into podcasting. Yep. But uh, aside from all that, they had an E3 kind of like backroom party show that they used to do where they would get interviews and hang out with some of the coolest people in the industry uh, while they were all drinking. <laughs> and it resulted in some really fun, really crazy conversations and interviews. And um, 
just some amazing content. If you ever have a chance to go back through some of their backlog, mm-hmm. uh, do you should do it. They're, that and their uh, Game of the Year deliberations were always some of the coolest stuff to listen to. Yeah, the top tens um, and everything also really cool. Epic. And yeah, they always had such eclectic taste that you got to hear about games that maybe you hadn't heard of. Um, like yeah. I probably wouldn't even know what inscription was mm-hmm. uh, if it weren't for listening to the Giant Bomb uh, cast and and hearing them talk about so highly about it. Um, and then I went and played it for myself, and it was I was blown away by it. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, same thing with me with Waypoint. Like I heard about all sorts of crazy games, indie indie titles they were obsessed with on Waypoint all the time. You know, so the That's big awesome. podcasts and publications. You know, they're going to talk about all those games we all know about all the big playstation games like you know loop hero bro that's a good game vampire survivors let's hear about that (laughs) vampire survivors another giant bomb gem for me yep totally right yeah hell yeah um well so what's what's next for simply sassy how how are you guys doing content now it's been a little bit right since you guys have put anything out yeah, so the last thing that we did was the Mike Bithell interview. That was literally all Gage. Gage. I was supposed to be on that one, but I was sick. Um, as I said earlier on in the show, I've been going through some medical stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of, my I, we were renovating the house, and renovations kind of fell through. And uh, it was really hard to get things back on track. But my office is, is getting there. So I wasn't, I wasn't streaming uh, or doing anything computer-related for a while. And then on top of that, I was having health issues. So I, I kind of fell off completely. And um, it's mostly Gage and myself now for Simply Sassy. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's lives have kind of resumed. Um, and so it's just kind of us that are there to continue. Um, and we're trying to figure out what we want to do next because we don't want to just let go of what we built at Simply Sassy. We want to keep it going. Um but there's, uh, <laughs> I don't know, there's some uh, things we need to figure out as far as what we want to do and where we want to go next. And we, we've definitely got some ideas. I know that uh, Gage is working on some really fun stuff and we're still uh, reaching out to some people like we really want to have. Um, uh, uh, oh my gosh, I'm just forgetting everybody's name tonight. It's a uh, late night. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's hard to remember anything. Man. Die Hard Man, Die Hard Man, the actor. Oh yeah, uh, Tommy Earl Jenkins. There we go. Mm. Uh, we still want to have him on again. We had him on the show, uh, and we got to talk about his theater background and and working with Kojima and, and stuff like that. Hell uh, yeah. But we want to get him back on the show. I want to talk to him about um, his uh, wonderful performance in Wednesday. If you haven't seen Wednesday, he plays the mayor uh, in that show. Great show. Um, I got some cool behind the scenes stuff I can't talk about from that, but hmm. um, it's uh, it's really fun. He's such an amazing person. Um, cool. He's so cool. He's so easygoing and, and easy to talk to, and uh, very you know open to being on shows and, and people talking to him. And he's just yeah, really fun to talk to. I want to get him back on the show again. Uh, but his schedule yeah. is very busy. He's got a lot of things going on. I don't know if you heard. He's in a new expansion for Elder Scrolls, uh, oh. the MMO. So the the Necron, Necron one, yeah. Yep. Totally. Oh, cool. nice. So a lot of things going on for him right now. Well, that's um, cool, man. Well, you'll have to keep yeah. us posted, and we'll definitely 
give you the shout outs on the channel and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah it, you. you know, it, you gotta, yes. you gotta come back here if you're bored and you need someone to nerd out with. We're going to, you know, we're here, here on the weekly show. So we're here for you if you need it. I don't know if um, you noticed, but I, I am, I am very, I do not, my brain just keeps going. It is always losing its train of thought and going off on different <laughs> tangents and different yeah. things. And I never know where I'm going or what I'm talking about half the time, but I love to talk. So. Well, you're Hell yeah, in, man. You're in good company here, because we're all the same way. Hell yeah. Um. Well, with that, we're gonna reach onto our final segments. We'll keep it short as we can. We're gonna endorse everybody. Get endorsed, um, son. Get get endorsed. I don't have an emote for that yet, too, but I'll do that eventually. Oh yeah, we um, need that. But uh, I will start with. Well, wait. Will I start with endorsements this week? I had something. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm going to endorse to uh, doing a meal plan. Oh. I'm adulting. I'm trying to do my best, trying to have a better budget for buying food and be better about meal prepping and doing stuff like that. It's been kind of a good little activity. Mm-hmm. As you and I and my wife went through and did like 10 or 12 different meals, and then we I just kind of like went to the calendar and just like randomly put different meals on different days. Um, and then at the beginning of the week, we like kind of look at the, the meals and like buy groceries just for that. Mm-hmm. And then I'll buy like specific groceries if they need to be fresh for it. Um, but it's cool. And then Sunday we do like a big prep day if we can, especially with the kid and stuff. It's just been like good to have like a little bit more organization to it. So it's not just like, what the heck are we eating tonight? I have no idea. Let's just like rummage around in the, in the pantry and eat junk food or whatever. So it's been better <laughs> Trying to just be a little healthier and save on the budget. So, yeah, meal plans. Good stuff. Uh, Miguel? Los Arcos Taco Shop. Arcos? Hell yeah. Los Arcos. Los Arcos? Yeah, it's a birria taco shop. Nice. Well, have you eaten there? I mean... Yes. No. <laughs> you, you, you just like it? Yeah, I'm trying to... They have a website. Let's see. I'll pull it up. Close Arcos. Holy shit. That's huge. I that's the right one, dude. Mm-hmm. Nice. Is it on your side of town? That's the wrong one. <laughs> oh, this isn't it? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's this one. It's yeah. on Postmates. <laughs> <laughs> There's no pictures. But check no. it out. Go to Yelp. <laughs> Go to Yelp. Yeah. Oh, Yelp. Okay. There you go. I always forget about Yelp. I don't know why. There you go. I don't think that's the right one either. Are you serious? <laughs> this is a low-key taco shop. This is an underground thing that yeah, he's this, recommending here. You might there might be vampires there. Be careful. It's para, dude. <laughs> I see. Wait, real fast, uh, Philip. What's your what's your go-to Mexican hum- Mexican food in Humboldt? Actually, hmm. Fortuna has one of the better Mexican joints in Humboldt. Um, I mean, what is that place called? La Costa. La Costa. There it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it quite I a bit. I think I found sure. it. There you go. Uh, Fucking hell. In Arcada, I like the one that's near you. I can't remember the name of it right now. El Chipotle, I believe it's called. Yeah, they have Birria Ramen. Right. And then yep. uh, the one in Fortuna or in Eureka that I like is. Um, uh, oh my god! I'm again. <laughs> I'm terrible with names tonight. Louise's uh, no name. is the one that I like in. in oh Eureka. yeah, Louise's. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then Lecos then in uh, Fortuna's fantastic. I found a video. Yeah. I found it. Nice. <laughs> Jacob on getting us the scoops. <laughs> what was that, Miguel? 
said their beer is good. They actually have goat if you want it. Mm, Ooh. Nice. That it's sounds awesome. Made with. So but check it out. It's good shit. Hell yeah. Jesus is the only savior, apparently. So there you go. Um, my uh, endorsement this week is Dirt Dog. I went there Saturday, I think. I got the dirty corn. They do have a Snoop's Snoop's dog. It's this one here. I didn't get that, uh, but I did get some stuff. Here, uh, does, it have, does it have weed in it? No. No. <laughs> no. But you would if you were on weed. Y- and I, I was stuff. high as fuck eating this food. That is absolutely true. Yeah. Um, I, I like their dog. My only issue with their dog is it's kind of expensive for what it is. Yeah, but I liked it. You know, I, like I've been there know. like three or four times. Overall, yeah. it's a good experience. But well, Miguel, if I'm expensive uh, LA style hot dog. I'll go to their dog. Miguel doesn't endorse the price, but I endorse the place. So here's a couple, <laughs> couple pictures of the interior here. I thought it was pretty rad in there. Uh, you know what I miss Gage. I miss Wolf Dog. Me too. I know nowhere, no like it, that food. building for whatever reason is just a curse to to restaurants. Like I feel like everyone that goes in there, there's been this one like building that's been like five different places since I've lived in Humboldt. It's not a good location. No, it's just one of those. Something will mm-hmm. stick eventually. Yeah, <laughs> or never. It might be haunted. How about right now? You? It's like a Probably gyro, sh- like a gyro shop or something. I don't know. How about you, Philip? Uh, so explain to me, are we just endorsing food here? or is No, it, it could be anything. No, these guys just always do that. <laughs> I just, Dude, I, we love food here, okay? I mean, to be fair, you endorsed meal plans, so that's kind that's of true. related. So <laughs> that's his fault. Sure. So Gage likes, I had to make sure. Gage likes to endorse an activity. I like to endorse either the beer that I'm drinking currently, which is Sierra Nevada, or uh, because I never come prepared, or some place I ate. All right. I want to endorse uh, one of my good friends, uh, Prince Jackson, has uh, a wonderful podcast called uh, The Nightlight Pod. If you are a fan of horror movies or just horror in general, uh, I recommend checking out The Nightlight Pod. They do kind of um, movie, not really watch-alongs, but like they talk about uh, movies from start to finish. Um, Cool. And it's a great way to like, re-experience movies you love especially if you just recently rewatched them or you want to do a rewatch because then you can go and watch the movie and then listen to their show and they've got nice. great insights um, and uh, some of my the most fun that I've had in the last uh, few years is, is the couple times that I've guessed on that show um, I did uh, an episode for the um, uh, Salem's Lot uh, episode that they had because obviously uh, we live near Ferndale, which where is where most of Salem's Lot was filmed. Um, yep. So it was just a ton of fun uh, to be able to talk about it and to talk about the area and to talk about you know the movie itself because I love vampires. Um, vampires are my jam. Hell yeah! And Hell yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I am sad that vampire video games are cursed. Fright Night. You like Fright uh, Night? Which, which one? The original. I, to, you know what? To be honest, I like all the Fright Nights, even the newer one. Oh, well, I love yeah. the original or the original. I haven't seen the new one with what's his fuck. What's Colin uh, Farrell? I think. Yeah, there you go, Colin Farrell. Yeah, didn't see that. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. Yeah, but the OG is sick. But yeah, Fright Night is great. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll get that uh, 
that uh, Sony Santa Monica Corey Barlog Castlevania game that that he talked about. I'm kind of funny. <laughs> Let's someday, hope. someday maybe. Someday. I don't know, man. I I honestly think vampire games are cursed. Like, Vampire Survivor isn't really a vampire game, so I can't really say that. I mean, your your vampires in another castle. What about V Rising? Uh, oh, V Rising is pretty a good. game that I would say that it is done really well. It's sold really well, but I, if you ask most people on the street, they'll be like, "What?" Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's not huge. Totally. But, uh, so good. I think it flies under the radar enough to miss the curse. You know what I mean? But we all know Vampire sucked. Ish. Is that the is that the Don't Nod game? Yeah. Oh, I never played it, but I heard some people liked it. But. We'll Story-wise, it's got some really interesting lore stuff that happens in it, um, but gameplay-wise, especially in more like the boss fight stuff, is not good. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't not not necessarily known for their gameplay, but they do have a couple games coming up that I look at that look kind of interesting. So we'll see. Yeah, one that's coming out really soon that has mm-hmm. a two hundred and fifty dollar collector's edition that comes with a statue that I don't understand. Yeah, what the banishers? But, is that what it is? Or, or yeah, something? something like that. That sounds right. Hmm. Well, you know, they got their whales. But anyway, the Nightlight Pod, check them out. They're great. That's awesome. Okay. No, I, That's and, my and Bloody Disgusting. Why is Bloody Disgusting sound so familiar? Uh, so Bloody website. Disgusting is the um, website that endorses them. They're kind of like a whole uh, horror network. They own Screambox. Mm, um, yes, and yes, yes, they've yes. been uh, writing about horror films on their website. And I, I think originally a magazine, if I remember correctly, uh, forever. For cool. yeah. as long as the internet's been around, as far as I know, they, yep. their Bloody Disgusting has existed. Yeah, I think maybe I heard of them through like Last Pod or something. Even I don't know. Hold yeah, yeah, of course. Cool. Yeah. They just been around forever, dude. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's awesome. Well, Philip, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, sorry we kept you so late, but you know we started a little late, so we just went. For this it. is early for me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, okay, we're. I'm, Let's I'm with go. It. I'm, I'm with it. I'm just like you know. I don't. Want, I don't want our guests to feel like we I'm, kept them forever. I'm jumping straight okay. into Halo after I dinner. To be fair, I kept you guys forever. You know, we were mm-hmm. uh, about a half an hour late starting this whole thing because of yeah. the work issue I had. So, yeah, it's shit happens, gravy, baby. Thanks but, for uh, thanks Miguel for looks here. at looks at the screen like yeah it was your fault mother. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me. It's up to you. Hold on, let me. <laughs> this is Miguel right here. Rip and tear, rip and tear your guts. There you go. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us on yet another episode of Neon Pocket Dimension, a place where all things nerdy are welcome. We talked about a lot of nerdy ass shit today. It was really good. And uh, a whoops all wipe new episode is just what we need every once in a while, when there's, especially when there's such a plethora of good games and good times happening out there. So um, keep an eye out on all the social channels for us. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we are at NPD Squad there. You can check uh, Twitter for all c- current updates on what we're doing. Uh, we do have a cool page, a Linktree page, where all of our stuff it can be found. That is linktr.ee. Is that how you do it? Slash Neon Pocket Dimension. Um, also, uh, if you're here, you know already, but twitch.tv slash Neon Pocket Dimension. And then later, if you want to see it as a VOD, it usually comes out within the next couple days. Um, that is going to be at our, our parents' studio on YouTube. That's youtube.com slash at symbol Odd Valley Studios. Um, and you can see all of our stuff there, as well as our sister podcast, uh, Odd Valley, which is a drinking show, which you guys are recording this Friday, correct, Jacob? Yeah, man, we're going to talk all about aliens. Hell yeah. We've done an alien episode before, but, like, we need an alien update. 
Yeah, you, you're kind of the alien. You're kind of the alien guy. And between you and Miguel, there's all sorts of alien shit going on this week. So that's good. Are you gonna that's Are you good. gonna talk about that weird thing that happened? I think it was in Vegas with the the blue light. Yeah, you're damn but... right, sir. <laughs> you're damn right. Yes, Mr. Hawks in the chat with the OM Jesus DJ alien emote. Thank you. There you go. Um, Philip, <laughs> uh, uh, where can we find simply sassy stuff and your personal stuff? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me at Phil, uh, Phil with two L's, Jay Woodward, uh, on Twitter. And most platforms, I'm either going to be Philip or um, Phil at Jay Woodward. Yeah. Did I do um, right? Just like that. Sweet. Yep, that's perfect. Yeah, at Phil J. Woodward or at Philip J. Woodward, two L's on pretty much everything. And then uh, you can find us on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Simply Sassy Bids. And um, yeah, thank you guys for having me, Gage. It was it was wonderful talking to you uh, in in per- personish. Yeah, uh, for the first time. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, I only know you as Om uh, Jesus. I think is what it is. Correct. Uh, so I, I wasn't sure about the pronunciation at first, but I was like, wait a second, it's probably Jesus, right? Yeah, it's a dumb um, joke. Yeah, no, it's it's wonderful. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was wonderful, wonderful to meet you and uh, talk to you in person. And Miguel, it was nice to meet you. Just Thank period. You. It's nice yeah. to meet you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so and, much, uh, man. I had a great time. That's, at some point, we'll have to link up locally since we are local and we might yeah. as well. And Definitely. It. Let's do it. Do yeah, it, that'd be fellas. Great. Okay, one last question that to lead us out. Uh, what was your first pet's name? My first pet's name. That's a security question. You're not supposed to answer that. (laughs) (laughs) That is the correct answer. Thank you very much. We will see you next week, probably on Tuesday. You know, because who knows? Sometimes it's Tuesday. Sometimes it's Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific time. Promptly, maybe, hopefully. Sometimes. But yeah. Anyone asks you questions like, what's your first dog's name? What street did you live on? What school did you go to? What was your school mascot? Or any other questions like that, you shouldn't answer them because they are security questions that are often asked when you're signing Mm -hmm. up for websites. Have a good night. Good night, night. everyone.